0: Today is Wednesday, September 14th. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning in the news this morning. The Fashion District Mall in Center City had to close early Tuesday night after a gunshot was fired inside the property. According to police, the suspect entered the crowded mall at 630 through 9th Street through the 9th Street door with another male and shot at two men who entered through the Market Street doors. The bullet missed and hit a granite wall. As a result, a chunk of the wall fell off and hit a shopper who only sustained a scratch. But detectives believe it could have been much worse. It looks like at the time the gun was fired. Fired, the magazine somehow fell out of the gun and the shooter was unable to fire the weapon any further, uh, said Philadelphia Police Inspector D.F. Pace. Police said an 18-year-old suspect was taken into custody.
3: If fashion gangs come to this city. Uh. oh. Uh, or done They're for. coming after you and me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, clearly, look at, look at us. Yep, we have no sense at all.
2: <laughs> Those who work at the mall fear incidents like these are becoming routine. On September third, a group of a hundred hundred juveniles stormed the mall, causing mass disruptions. And then on September fourth, the very next day, a video showed visitors running from an area after shots rang out in the heart of the city. A fashion district sign was hit by gunfire. No one was injured in that incident, but police say that five people were arrested. It's still unclear what led to the gunfire Tuesday night. Inspector Pace said the department has increased police presence in the Fashion District since the earlier incidents. Anyone with information is asked to contact police by calling 215-686-TIPS. Charges could be filed against the Brooklyn mother who is accused of drowning her three children. A medical examiner on Tuesday said the three kids died by drowning and their deaths were ruled homicide. 30-year-old Erin Murdy remained hospitalized in Brooklyn. And if she is unable to uh, be moved to court, a bedside arraignment is possible. Authorities are looking into whether postpartum depression that led to postpartum psychosis could have played a role. Police say she told her family members she drowned her children but won't speak to investigators. The lifeless bodies of her three children identified as 7-year-old Zachary four-year-old Liliana and three-year-old Oliver Wolf were found on the shoreline of Coney Island Beach after an extensive search. Uh, police first learned of the children's disappearance early Monday when a, a concerned family member called saying someone may have harmed them. When officers arrived at the home on Neptune Avenue, a man who has identified, uh, identified himself as the father answered the door told police that the mother was with the children on the boardwalk. Officers then began to canvass the board, boardwalk and surrounding area for, a, uh, for signs of the mother and the children. 90 minutes later Later, police got a call from a family member uh, who was with Aaron Murdy on the boardwalk about two miles from where the children were found. Uh, Murdy has uh, prior incidents of harassment and aggravated harassment that did not result in charges, but she has no prior arrests or a history of being emotionally disturbed. A Pennsylvania House committee voted to hold Pennsylvania District Attorney Larry Krasner in contempt. The House Select Committee on Restoring Law and Order says committee members unanimously recommended that Krasner be held in contempt due to his failure to comply with subpoenas issued by the committee last month. Committee Representative Torrin Ecker said the committee is steadfast in its intention to get to the bottom of the current unrest in Philadelphia and being denied access to important documents hinders progress in achieving that goal. According to the committee, Krasner declined to accept hand-delivered subpoenas issued by the the committee twice. An electronic copy was of the subpoena was accepted by Krasner's attorneys, but the office said they will not comply. As a result, the com- committee approved support to recommend that he be held in contempt. Uh, this comes three months after Ecker and two other Pennsylvania House Republicans announced plans to draft articles of impeachment against Krasner, citing his handling of crime in Philadelphia. Krasner was elected in 2017 and is on his second term. A spokesperson for Krasner's campaign issued a statement. The House committee continues to operate out." outside of the bounds of the law. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court has said that when a party receives a subpoena that it believes is improper as we do, you should seek review in court. That is exactly what we have done. It is telling that the Select Committee of Restoring Law and Order refuses to follow it. This is, of course, the same committee that has asked us to break the law by turning over grand jury material. In sports this morning... (laughs) The Phillies beat the Marlins, winning 2-1 last night in Miami.
4: They did it!
2: homered off of Marlins ace, Sandy Alcantara, for the second time in a week, hitting a go-ahead two-run shot in the seventh inning to lead the Phils to the win. It! it! was the team's fourth win in a row and strengthened their grip on the second spot in the National League wildcard race. The Phils lead the San Diego Padres by a game and a half in the playoff position. The series in South Florida continues tonight, and Kyle Gibson will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 640. And an investigative report by Mississippi Today revealed that former Mississippi Governor Phil Bryant helped former NFL quarterback Brandon. Brett Favre obtained welfare funds in order to help build a new volleyball center at the University of Southern Mississippi. Some of Favre's text messages from 2017 and 2019 were filed in a civil lawsuit over misspent welfare funds. The texts were filed by an attorney representing Nancy New, who has already pleaded guilty to 13 felony counts of bribery, fraud, and racketeering for her role in the welfare scheme. At least $77 million was misspent in welfare funds in the largest case of public fraud in Mississippi history. <laughs> <laughs> just throw it in there sure. the, text, did it. the text show that Favre knew and Bryant discuss, discussing how uh, to divert at least five million dollars in welfare funds to build a volleyball stadium Favre played uh, football at Southern Mississippi and his daughter was a volleyball player there at the time the text messages were sent and that's what I have for you this morning.
0: All right, thank you very much, Kathy. we got a lot to unpack as we begin our day together. There's a whole lot of stuff happening today, and we got something for everybody. So a few go-tos. Vox Good Day is a Wednesday thing we're going to check in. They want to talk about Casey's Big Adventure today. Oh, just days away. I'm excited yeah. to share that information uh, with Mike and Alex. And also, don't forget that we have the page on PrestonAndSteve.com, Should You Be Along the route that Casey is going to take, if you listen to us abroad, if you are uh, from outside of the area or have moved, but you're along that route, we want to hear about it. We want you to maybe see if you could meet up with the caravan along the way. Caravan is one vehicle. And
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, let's
0: just but call Casey, it a caravan. Casey and Jackie and Kyle Mack. So, uh, and also maybe some suggestions for us. But it's Casey's Big Adventure. Go to com, and we'd like to get some info from you, a little help if you would, please.
3: I have a feeling as we're actually in the middle of it or starting it, Casey, when it's underway, you're going to start to hear people getting in touch with you along the route as they finally I hope realize so. that you're passing. Yeah, it'd be very cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, thank you to Subaru mm-hmm. and
0: Marriott Hotels helping along the way. And Casey's Big Adventure runs on Duncan too. Yeah, yeah. it sure does. So, we're going to we're gonna, we're gonna talk it. about that on Fox Good Day this morning. We have a secret text word. It's a chance for you to win a pair of tickets to see Brian Regan. Ah. Uh, not until January the 14th at the Miller Theater in Center City. So, text the word secret to 39333. I think you know how that works. We have plenty of time for you to do that through the course of the morning. We also have... A pair of Pearl Jam tickets to give away. The sold-out show is tonight in Camden. And so we haven't done like a one-off pair of tickets in a while. And we usually like to do something more than, especially if it's a band of the size of Pearl Jam, than, uh, you know, 15th Caller or whatever. So we have a contest that we're going to unveil coming up uh, probably early in the 7 o'clock hour. And it's going to be one that you probably need to stick with us through the morning to hear about. Because it's a tough one, but we'll narrow it down as the morning goes on. You might get it on the first off. You never know. Uh, but it's something that uh, that you're going to want to hear maybe some clues for. And so I, th- on I so. think so. Stick with us because yeah. they're the PD's tickets. They're Bill Weston's tickets. So listen up for your chance to win. Now, on top of all that, we have several guests on the program today, too. So uh, joining us in the 8 o'clock hour will be comedian Justin McKinney. He's got a comedy special on The Bright Side, which is now streaming on YouTube. We're also going to have uh, Kyle Pagan. He is from Crossing Broad. Yeah. Uh, the local sports account. And he is trying to get uh, people to head to the Phillies game for <laughs> Dollar Dog Night and to break the record. <laughs> For most hot dogs eaten by a crowd. I think this is doable. Uh, so the next, it's next Wednesday, and we'll get the details from Kyle a little bit later on the 9 o'clock hour. I think this is definitely yeah. a, little, a little motivation this could happen. Sure. Uh, we also have joining us from the Flyers, Kevin Hayes. Cool. We'll be checking in as the beginning of training camp is headed up. And we also have a meet and eat today. The Steam Pub is here And they're in Southampton, PA, and they're going to bring some goodies by. The Bud Light Thursday night
5: kickoff
0: with Casey Boy is tomorrow night.
5: Yes. How about that? (sighs) Yes. All right. I mean, listen... Football season is here. Thursday night football is here. Yeah. I'm excited for this. You're yeah. incredibly excited. So we will get to
0: all of this stuff through the course of the morning. I'm not even done. There's more to go, but I'm not gonna. I'm not. I I've, I've put enough on you as it is. So we'll 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 send out everything into the ether as the morning rolls out today. So. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. We will give some things away. We'll talk about the celebrity stories that we have and more when we return. So make sure you stay with us. We'll be back in a second.
6: If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand.
0: Now,
6: back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: I'm thinking about something right now as we're getting ready to start this segment. And the fact that we have Pearl (coughs) Jam tickets to give away this morning. Um, We, I was trying to, we're going to have to hand out a clue to you about something. And I'm trying to figure out when to do this because we want to take some phone calls to give these away. I'm not going to do it right now. No. But we wanted to do it in our next segment. Maybe I should give a clue at the end of this particular segment that we're doing now. That works best. Give people a chance to think about it and then take those callers when we
3: return. Because we've done that with similar. Yeah. Because this is all designed to really get a, a Pearl Jam fan, somebody who will put in the work, yeah. because it is hard. Yeah. And so I think that'll work the best, Preston. All right, so at the end of this entertainment report,
0: we will uh, throw you a clue, and uh, we'll see if you can win a little bit later on, but we're not going to do those Pearl Jam tickets right now, doing something completely different. Although it's kind of like a Pearl Jam concert, it's tickets to see Annie, the, the musical. Absolutely. At the Kimmel Cultural Center. Any better. Uh, Annie Vetter, and uh, the sun will come out tomorrow, right, Case? <clears> that's <clears> right. <throat> okay, I didn't know if you could do a a, be, a that version it. version. Uh, so <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna ask this question over which islands did the UK and Argentina fight in 1982? Ah, two one five two six three WMMR. Over which islands did the UK and Argentina fight in 1982? Let's even know the answer to that. We'll go through some birthdays today, Wednesday, September 14th. We'll start with Andrew Lincoln celebrating his birthday today.
3: We were just talking about him. The Walking Dead, yeah. And I think him leaving the series um, was not good for the series. I think he really was kind of the heart of the series. There was supposed to be a movie. Is there a movie Uh, with him? You know, I heard that two case and I haven't heard word one about this theatrical movie. Uh, he turns forty nine years old today,
0: but what a what a not for him oh my like, God. as a career goes. Put him on the map. Yep. I mean, definitely. obviously,
3: he'd done the uh, Hugh Grant, you know. Uh, um, oh, uh, Love Actually. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. yeah but uh, this was gigantic for him. Uh, actress Faith Ford, uh, who I always loved on uh, Murphy Brown, she played Corky Sherwood. Yes. And then had a run in uh, Hope and Faith and, with uh, uh, Kelly Ripa. That is correct. Uh, she turns fifty eight years old today. Uh, Sam Neill. How great is he, man? (sighs) He's so good.
7: Jurassic Park, obviously. I just watched the last one. What'd Uh, you think? It's you know what? It really got panned, right? Yeah, it um, did. I did not like the second one in this series. I, I thought that it just, I mean, in a movie about dinosaurs being brought back to life, I thought it got ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I know. But, yeah, but, right. but, but the third you, one. You didn't believe them running no. around the, the, the roof of an estate? <laughs> no. Uh, but this one, Steve, I actually thought was kind of fun. And, and it really got savaged by, by the reviews. All right, and, and I thought that uh, Jeff Goldblum and Sam Neill and Laura Dern made the movie kind of nostalgic. All right. I've been holding off on it. Just trying to get in the right mood. i Be interested to hear what shot. you think yeah, if you yeah. watch it.
0: Uh, Also, The Hunt for Red October, another great role of his. You um, know what he's
3: good in, Preston too, where he's basically playing a Stephen King character? He's playing a character who's like Stephen King. I believe it's in the Mouth of Madness. I don't think I've ever Um, seen that. He is an author whose horror material starts to manifest. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to look for that one. He is uh, 75 years old today.
0: Walter Koenig celebrates his birthday today. Ah. Chekhov uh, from Star Trek. Wow, he's 86 years old today.
3: We've interviewed him a few times. The character of Chekhov... As history tells us, was brought onto to Star Trek because they wanted a character that was like Davy Jones from The Monkees. Okay. And so they wanted somebody who might serve as a heartthrob, and they brought him in. That's why he kind of looks like, his haircut looks like Davy Jones. Yeah, a
0: little bit. I yeah, could yeah, see that. Man. And his son, by the way, do you remember, was the, the actor who played Boner yeah. Yeah. on, uh, what was Growing that Pains. show, Growing Pains, and unfortunately took his own life, hung himself. In in a it park in Seattle, terrible, right? yeah. terrible, terrible, terrible story, uh, yeah, in his life. And I remember when he was kind of trying to find him, he put, kind of put the, the word out, pleading for you know people to help locate him, God. and it ended. It was a terrible, tragic, tragic end uh, to his life. But Walter Koenig is 86 years old today. Uh, Melissa Leo, great actress, uh, the fighter. Yeah,
5: yeah. Uh, she's in that. I just watched the fighter not that long ago. It is such a good movie, and it is just, and it's beca- it's driven just by the acting in it. Like Melissa mm-hmm. Leo, I think she won an Oscar. Uh, Christian Bale. Is like... He's unbelievable. Unbelievable in that. He's game.
3: Un- unbelievable. unbelievable.
5: <laughs> but Amy I'll tell Adams. you what. That <laughs> Amy Adams, Mark yes. Wahlberg
3: turns in a solid performance, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what she's good into, Preston? In The Equalizers. Um,
0: yes, you're correct. Yeah. And she's also in a movie. We love Oblivion. Oh, my God. Not giving away who she is in that. Yeah. Uh, Flight, <laughs> bunch of movies. So she is 62. Uh, and then Steve, I threw this last one in here. Do you remember Dan Cortese? I absolutely remember
3: <laughs> Dan Cortese. Yeah,
0: MTV Sports. We got him here. Did we have him here? We did, yeah. He came in and, uh, he, he, nice?
7: he was. He was everything we <laughs> wanted him he? to be. What He's does he have nice to guy. not be nice
0: about? Yeah. Him. Uh, for, <laughs> for a time, I did enjoy that feature on MTV. They did some fun stuff. They took some off the wall, uh, looks at sports. And, yeah. And he did some pretty cool things.
7: He was the, the cool, good looking boyfriend on an episode of Seinfeld where, uh, Elaine was just dating him because of his face oh and, really And how attractive he was and george also had a crush on him <laughs> and they talking about going <laughs> rock climbing i'm thinking manana uh he is
0: 53 today dan cortiz all right let's see if we can get an answer to this stupid question uh over which islands did the uk and argentina fight in 1982 and we're gonna go to uh julia see if we can get an answer hi there julia good morning
8: Good morning.
0: Hello. Hello. All right, so which islands did uh, the U.K. and Argentina fight over in
8: 1982? Is it the
0: Falkland Islands?
8: Falkland Islands. That is correct.
0: (laughs) Julia, hang on. Did you got it right? We're going to give you a pair of tickets to Annie, one of the most beloved musicals of all time, at the Kimmel Cultural Campus this October. And also, don't miss Philadelphia Fall Arts Fest. It's happening this Saturday at the Kimmel Cultural Campus. And uh, the free event is kicking off the season with performances, activities, and the best ticket deals of the season. And information is available at KimmelCulturalCampus.org. All right, we're going to start with some hard-hitting news uh, in the entertainment report. Whoopi Goldberg is way ahead of the times when it comes to the latest eyebrow trend.
3: Oh, oh man. Okay. Yes. I knew it. What? We re- I got oh into
0: a big God. fight with my wife over this. <laughs> On Monday's episode of The View, she and her co-host discussed the no-brow look... Oh,
2: no, uh-uh.
0: ...that stars like Kendall Jenner, Lady Gaga, and Doja Cat have all adopted. But panelist Sarah Haynes admitted that she had never noticed that Whoopi doesn't have any eyebrows despite working her with her for six oh, years. Wow. So Whoopi doesn't have eyebrows. So this is
4: just
2: a natural thing yeah. for Whoopi. Yeah,
0: well, kind of, sort of. She said, uh, I looked right into your eyes and said, I didn't know this. Anna Navarro chimed in to say that she was also, quote, today years old when she realized. Uh, the actress, uh, Whoopi, explained the reason why. She said, I had eyebrows as a little kid. And you know how men get those bumps? Well, I started to get them on my face, so my mother removed them. And so I just kept doing it because I don't know my face with eyebrows Wait, unless wh- I'm working. They put them on and take them off, she said. So I think she shaves them, Kathy, what, and she's been doing them.
3: What bumps? I so don't know. Sometimes, and I think this is, in, and I'm not sure, and I'm probably talking out of my ass, but I will see commercials occasionally for, I guess, when African-American men shave, they will get um, a, a very um, a, a bumpy type condition. Yeah. Uh, so, So I think this is possibly what she's talking about. I don't know, though, because... She she said you know how men get
0: those bumps I I started to get them on my face so, so we, my mother removed them so this she she shaved oh, maybe after she, she saw the bumps right I, I don't was
2: she shaving the bumps uh, I don't I, then maybe know. maybe she was shaving the bumps and then shaved the hair in shaving vision. the bumps why would, <laughs> well, yeah why would you do that it's, it's like, like shaving pimples off yeah oh give me that yeah. razor
3: yeah. I got a nasty oh, yeah I'll slice it off I got a nasty zip here, here. can I borrow your razor let's go down to the deli
2: wow.
0: So I don't He's, really understand, Cat, but she, but the 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 revelation is is that she's gone forever without eye- eyebrows. I've never noticed it. No, I That's think right?
5: what,
3: I think what happens is she wears uh, glasses a lot. A true her, her yeah. eyes. True. I, I, when you look at her eye, when you look deep into her eyes, uh, I think she's.
2: Well, here. Well, take, and you can. I mean, I'm looking at all the pictures, even when she was yeah. younger, and she has no eyebrows, but she has yeah. like you know, you can almost see like the expression on her face where the eyebrow would be. So right. Like, right. You're probably not drawn to say, "Oh, I she mean, has no eyebrows." I have
3: virtually no eyebrows. I'm you not, do? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
0: You're you have very little eyebrow yeah. hair. But I like bet you, girl.
2: after all this time of her. Uh, if she did shave them when she was younger, they probably don't grow back now.
0: Maybe. She went so on to Whoopi say and
3: I share something.
0: That one of her ex-husbands didn't even notice. Uh, she <laughs> said, I was married to a man <laughs> who didn't notice until one day he said, oh my God, you don't have any eyebrows. And I said, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, This was nice. Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney, on the same day that I had this procedure done teamed up with the organization Lead From Behind to raise awareness about colon cancer, and the pair both turned 45 this year and agreed to have their first colonoscopies film. So they released this
3: yesterday on the day that I was
0: having my colonoscopies. So (laughs) effing weird. Yeah.
3: Uh, I thought that, in fact, you know, I got sent it a number of times. I'm saying, oh, this must be something that they did a while ago that just happens to coincide with presidents. No, it was all happening. (laughs) Yeah, Reynolds said in the
0: video, I would never normally have any medical procedure put on camera and then share it. And he said, it's not every day that you can raise awareness about something that will most definitely save lives. That's enough motivation for me to let you in on a camera being shoved up my ass. That's what he said. <laughs> uh, I actually got a uh, uh, a nice response from uh, the doctor. Dr. Ginsburg, who did my procedure right right? the gastroenterologist. Uh, and he said, so I heard you were giving a public service announcement this morning <laughs> oh, on your program. Good. And uh, I said, yeah. I said, uh, both Steve and I have, uh, have, and Casey, when, yeah. when we've got these done, have been very open about it and make sure that we pass along information that, yeah, this is something you can do that could possibly save your life. Thankfully, mine was nice and clear yesterday. Had one little polyp that they took out they of took there. They
3: took it out. They just they took that out of Kristen, out. They They lasso it is what That's they That's what they did. They lasso it's it. It's called a cold lasso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh
0: so uh I had a, a six millimeter polyp and that was the only blemish amongst my shining wonderful coal butthole
3: I'll tell you this they butthole. this is the beauty of it again you that could have been something now it know. won't be something
0: yeah exactly so we'll, we'll get a uh, uh, a biopsy done but you know they didn't see anything. <laughs> Uh, bad, but listen, I thought, and by the way, Dr. Ginsburg asked how you're doing.
3: Oh, I'm doing well. Yep. Yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, just because he, he, you've been to him before. Yes. He's Dr. Mike's go-to butt guy. Yeah,
7: yeah. Um, ass <laughs> yes, man.
0: Your
2: go-to butt guy. <laughs> yeah. That's good.
0: But he, um, uh, oh, what was I going to mention? Uh, oh, yeah, I, did, I thought maybe I wasn't going to be able to get it done. I'd gotten a text yesterday when we talked about it from somebody who said that their, um, their prep didn't work. And that uh, they had to go back and do it again and have a longer prep session because when I was going there, it was still like pudding, okay? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so... It wasn't clear. Oh, no. So I had to give them a sample while I was there, and fortunately the good doctor took a look at it. He, you know, took a stick and rubbed it around in there. Mm. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. But he uh, and, and he said, uh, he said I can work with this. <laughs> so fortunately, I got it done. Okay, good. Because awesome. I didn't want to have to Thank go God. through the prep again, which is not that big of a pain in the ass. It's just a little bit inconvenient.
5: It was long for you. Yeah. Yeah, you...
0: Because I had it later in the day, mm-hmm. you know, and I did it so we, we could do the show, and it just is like two days of not eating. Yeah. But you know what? Actually, that was easier than I thought it was going to be, even though I've had this done a couple of times. But nonetheless, in a press release from the lead from behind organization... Uh, Ryan Reynolds said, I've been on camera a lot, but this is the first time one was shoved up my butt. The procedure and prep were painless, but the discomfort of filming and sharing the process was the hardest part. Rob and I did it because we want this potentially life-saving procedure to be less mysterious and stigmatized.
3: You know, uh, uh, reading the story and listening to them speak, I, do either of them
7: have any history of any issues in their family? Um, they didn't address it, but each uh, man had polyps that removed Um and Rob was satisfied because he had more polyps than Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. So Ryan only had one. Uh, but they but they also showed that the guys sort of coming out of surgery, coming out of the uh, yeah. you know the state that you're in when that happened. And uh, they were eating graham crackers and drinking juice. And you know that they, that's they, the they, best part right? when you come out, and you, you're, you're
3: past the prep and you can start to eat. Oh, yeah. and you, ne- Preston, you feel so cocooned and so it was nice,
0: wonderful. I I mean you're, you're quite groggy, but they, yeah. they they brought me graham crackers, Nick. <laughs> there you go, graham crackers, and juice, and ginger ale. <laughs> Yes, and it yeah. was wonderful.
5: Okay, so they brought me that stuff, and they were like, "This is what you requested," and I was like, "I what?" Like they asked me while I was—I yeah. I, I mean, I was—I guess I was coming out of—you uh, know—being. Oh, in- you didn't remember? No, and I was like, "Oh, okay." I'm yeah, I,
0: I'm trying to remember at what point I woke up. I don't remember honestly. But you just I suddenly you just there. Yeah, just slept wonderfully.
3: Yeah. It was a nice nap. You can see why Michael Jackson loved it so much. mm Hmm. Uh,
0: In October, the October 2022 issue of Elle, Giselle Bündchen shared her concerns about Tom Brady returning to the NFL. And this comes amid rumors that the couple is facing difficulties in their Mm. marriage. Uh, She told the publication, obviously, I have my concerns. This is a very violent sport and I have my children and I would like him to be more present. Uh, The (laughs) 42-year-old model added that she has definitely had those conversations with him over and over again. She said, but ultimately, I feel that everybody has to make a decision that works for them. He needs to follow his joy, too, so she said. She
3: essentially retired, right? And now the word is she might be getting back into it herself. Yeah.
7: You? Wonder um, how he feels yeah. about that. Uh, in your face. You know how violent yeah. modeling, modeling is. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure she makes more money than him. No way. Yeah. Really? I think mean, still... I- even still, case I remember with reading businesses a, with a breakdown, reading a breakdown of like uh, the the finances. Of, and yeah. you know, listen, uh, Tom Brady's not suffering; <laughs> he's making a lot of money. But I believe uh, Giselle is actually worth more. Wow. Okay.
0: Uh, Zendaya spoke with E News during her live with the after party on Monday and shared that Tom Holland was the first person she texted after winning the award for Outstanding Actress in a Drama Series at the 74th Emmy Awards. Totes adorbs. Uh, She had uh, said, uh, well, I didn't have to text my mom because my mom was already there. She's here tonight, which is very special, and I texted my boyfriend. Uh, Holland didn't make the event because he was in the middle of filming his new series, The Crowded Room. Mm-hmm. But that's the first person that she reached out to. Hugh Jackman has happily given out dancing lessons to his co-star with The Sun, which is a uh, film he's involved in with Laura Dern recently. Uh, the actress posted a video of the, of these lessons to her Instagram on Monday saying, Today I learned to dance. She captioned the video. And then in a related story with Hugh Jackman, The Music Man is going to end its run on January First, uh, this coming January first, uh, as the Tony-winning star of stage and screen finishes his lengthy commitment to the hot-selling Broadway revival, and there had been some chatter that the producers were looking for another actor to take over for Jackman as Professor Henry Hill, but those. Uh, kind of performers are few and far between, and they usually don't have the kind of commercial appeal that will fill the winter garden.
3: Well, if they want to goose things up, they could do the music Wolverine. Oh, they <laughs> a musical?
4: Yeah. Right. right?
0: Yeah. Uh, the revival, which also starred two-time Tony Award winner Sutton Foster, will have played 358 regular and 46 preview performances by the time it takes its final bow. Wow. I
5: um, I had no idea. Like who Sutton Foster was prior to going and seeing this. Apparently, she's a Broadway legend. And I had zero clue when I was in... Oh, uh, they're careers that that are thriving, and
3: and they're legends that we have no idea who they are. But on Broadway, they're royalty. Yep, exactly. Uh, You know what person I was watching? Uh, The first X-Men movie... Was on the other day, and Hugh Jackman looks like he's 11 years old. I believe it. Unbelievable,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jackman is currently earning Oscar buzz for his star turn in uh, Florian Zeller's The Sun, which is uh, S-O-N, not S-U-N, which will open in theaters in December after playing at the Venice and Toronto Film Festivals. Love that guy. He's just the best. Whenever we've talked to him, he's just the nicest Mm. guy. Uh, Amidst the floral tributes, teddy bears, cards, and balloons that have filled up Royal Parks across the U.K., mourners have taken to leaving marmalade sandwiches. Is this from the Paddington Exchange? It is exactly that. And uh, the Royal Parks organization is asking that mourners please not leave the sandwiches. Uh, Royal Parks said in a statement... We are asking people not to leave marmalade sandwiches <laughs> because of the negative impact on the park's wildlife. As
3: they will attract rats and vermin. Do we have the audio clip of that? Exchange? It's from a while ago, Okay, so I don't expect you to, uh, to have it in there. But I, Yeah, we played it before. She's sitting across the table from Paddington, and Paddington's yeah. talking about it, and she says she reaches into her purse and pulls out an unwrapped sandwich, marmalade sandwich. Uh, it's okay if you don't have it.
0: Royal Parks is responsible for handling the floral tributes during the national uh, period of mourning. Uh, In June, Queen Elizabeth had made a surprise appearance in a sketch with Paddington Bear for the Platinum Party at the palace. It could
3: have been worse if uh, Paddington and she were eating ribs, Preston. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
5: Uh, Have you ever had marmalade? I've never had it.
3: Oh, yeah, it's great.
5: What does it taste like? Uh, Orange. Yeah.
3: Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. Uh, It has has little uh, pieces of the rind in it. I love that. That, that, Uh, uh, That's how you can definitely tell it's marmalade. Uh, We'll get you some sometime, Case. Okay, cool. Thank you. Robert Downey Jr. is being sued over his investigative podcast series by a man claiming the actor abused him by using the contents of his book without permission. Uh, According to legal documents, Paul Morantz filed a lawsuit in Los Angeles County Court against the Iron Man star for copyright infringement, breach of contract, and elder abuse. Oh, wow, elder abuse. He was slapping him around. Uh, No, he wasn't, but for some reason he's thrown that in there. (laughs) Morantz is reportedly an attorney and investigative journalist known for taking legal cases against brainwashing by cults, and he's considered an expert in the subject. Morantz said that he wrote a book about the drug rehabilitation institution called Sinanon, which started as a program for rehabilitating drug addicts, but famously declared itself a religion and centered on middle-class searching for utopia rather than addict curing. I'm
3: familiar with this story.
0: It was in the 1970s. Morantz reportedly warned the government and authorities about Synanon's founder, Charles Dietrich, uh, or Dederich, Dederich. Uh, saying that it was a dangerous cult. He left
3: that and formed Sion Kong Kong, which was a. Uh, uh, to elude the authorities. And he worked exclusively with Nell as his main therapist. Okay. I, I, I'm familiar with Sai Long Kong Kong. <laughs> but not Sinanon.
0: Uh, shockingly, Morantz claims that followers of the group attempted to kill him after he was bitten by a rattlesnake that had been placed in the mailbox of his home.
3: The old snake in the mailbox.
0: Three uh-huh. weeks earlier, as a lawyer, Morantz had won a $300,000 judgment against Signanon on behalf of a married couple who claimed the wife had been held captive by the cult in order to brainwash her into the group.
9: I <laughs> Yeah,
0: uh, now, That's in the uh, promotional video. Uh, She's walking around the campus. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. and his production company are doing a podcast series called "The Sunshine Place," based on his life, using his books, but without having a deal with him. So, back in 2021, the 77-year-old claims that he was con- contacted by one of Downey's employees about the book, uh, signing on from "Miracle to Madness," and he
9: claims. <laughs> <come,
0: come, come. laughs> he. <laughs> He claims the person asked for a digital copy so he could use it as an investigative tool, and he was so provided under the agreement that they would not go forward unless a deal was struck. The producer was also given sign and on documents that he,
9: idea, come come come. On, that he was <laughs>
7: come, come. <laughs> that he was not, <laughs> said it all, man. <laughs> that he
0: was not to use if a deal was not made for the rights to his book and the documents. According to the suit, uh, Morantz claims Downey's people had access to his second book entitled Sinanon Escape: My Life
9: Kong
0: My Lifelong War Against Cults in Hong Kong." Kong. Uh, from what you're saying here,
3: it sounds like this guy has a case uh, if, if they if the original material was provided under the, knowledge or agreement that um yeah. his services would if be secured to it yeah yeah so
0: as for the elder abuse paul says that he is 77 years old and very ill and financial abuse of a person uh this age and condition qualifies as elder abuse which entitles him to damages for emotional distress in an amount to be proven in court that's a bit of a stretch it seems like to yeah like elder abuse but, but you shoot know. the works yeah con, con. Sorry, Uh Let's see. Miley Cyrus is facing a lawsuit, copyright infringement over posting. Not for Wrecking Ball, please. After posting a picture of herself to her Instagram when it's alleged that she didn't have the rights to do it. Uh, photographer, this guy named Robert Barbera, Barbera, sorry, uh, who took to the image. Is Barbera the best, Preston? Boy, I guess. <laughs> Uh, He took the image uh, and sued Cyrus on Friday in a California federal court over her use of the picture. He claims that uh, the image that she posted on Instagram uh, in February 2021 was done so without his permission. The complaint alleges that uh, Miley received a financial benefit from her infringing post, which boosted traffic to her account and increased revenue generated Mm -hmm. by the sale of her music. He says that Cyrus' use has crippled, if not destroyed the uh, the potentiality, of any market of the photograph. And so he's seeking a jury trial. A jury trial? I don't
3: think that's
0: going to happen. As actual and statutory... (laughs) as well as actual and statutory damages. By the way, he's also sued uh, Dua Lipa for a second time for sharing one of his uh, paparazzi photos of her on Instagram. Uh, He's pretty much sued everybody.
3: Well, this happened to Kim Kardashian. Did he sue Kim Kardashian as well? No. Well,
0: if he did, it's not in this, but he did uh, Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber. Okay,
7: so this is what he does. The frustrating thing is that he probably has a case. All she would have had to have done was credit him. Or, or ask his permission in the first place, which probably just would have required a little bit of payment, and then she can own it. But I mean, you know, if he took the photo, he has a legit case. So. Yeah, yep, it's true. Um, I love Congo, and, and it is, uh, and it's paparazzi stuff too. Yeah, so you
0: can't, you know, and they hate the paparazzi for the most part. But and, she used it. But she used it, it. It was a pap- and, and he owns it. Yeah. Exactly. so you're right, yeah. Nick. Uh, with multiple, fa- I, I love this story. Multiple Phase One characters returning to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Iron Man 2's Sam Rockwell wants Justin Hammer to join the Thunderbolts movie, Uh, the upcoming Phase 5 film. And I loved that character. Uh Yes. A lot of people dismiss Iron Man 2, and I get it as well. But he, you just got to love Sam Rockwell. He is great in that movie as just this despicable douchebag arms, uh, uh, you know, he has a... um, uh, a company that creates weapons,
3: and he's he he wants to be Tony Stark so badly, uh, yes, but, yes, but cannot be. Um, so the Thunderbolts is, from what I understand, based... I'll give you the rundown yeah, of it, it if it, you it, want. Yeah,
0: go ahead. Uh, so it's going to be released in July, twenty twenty four. And as part of Phase 5, it will follow the Marvel Comics team of the same name that is made up of anti-heroes. Like the Suicide and Squad. And reform villains similar to DC's Suicide Squad. Right. Uh, in the comics, the Thunderbolts see a rotating roster of members who are usually led by General Ross as Red Hulk, who has yet to be confirmed. And That, that was, guy's dead, though, yeah, right? That, okay. Well, I don't know if they killed him. No, he had a heart now, attack, but he was still alive. But, the, uh, William the Hurt died, William Hurt passed but, yeah, away. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, at the D23 Expo, Sebastian Stan introduced the new team, which will be portrayed by stars reprising their MCU roles. So Thunderbolts will feature Bucky Barnes, which is Sebastian Stan. Yelena uh, Belova, who's played by Florence Pugh. Red Guardian, who is David Harbour. Uh, Ghost is Hannah John Common. I don't remember. From, from
7: uh, Ant-Man, right? Oh. Ant-Man 2. Oh, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Ant-Man
0: 2, that's correct, Yes. Uh, John Walker, who's played by Wyatt Russell, and that was from Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. Uh, Taskmaster and their leader, uh, Valentina, which is uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, who was also from that. But Taskmaster, oh yeah, Taskmaster was from Black Widow?
3: Yes, Black Widow. Yes, that's right. Um, yeah, so I like this. I like this
5: collection of people, and uh, I hope they do it right. All right, but who? All right, so then I'm getting confused. Who are the antiheroes? It's like Venom and Morbius.
7: Are those guys going to... I don't know. Okay. They they have to deal with the Sony rights when it comes to that kind of stuff. So there's an annoying crossover. Yeah, but I thought that they were building I know, but they haven't uh, yet. It's it's not full yet. And that's in that weird Spider-Man universe that's not a part of the Disney Marvel universe. So uh, that's why, like, Spider-Man isn't on Disney+. Plus, Right. Uh, And and Venom, I think, is on... uh Netflix or whatever anyway case I think that's part of yeah. the reason why they're not in the thunderbolts.
0: So Sam Rockwell discussed his iconic role as Tony Stark's rival Justin Hammer and revealed that uh, whether he would be open to returning to the MCU in an answer question session Rockwell gives an enthusiastic definitely. He said, "Yeah, I would be into that. That sounds cool. What villains would be in that?" Yeah, yeah, that's fun. And he said Hammer's a real Lex Luthor. So he would like to see him in that type of a role with the Thunderbolts. Now, he hasn't been offered that, but yeah. they'd be crazy not to give it to him because Sam Rockwell is a outstanding actor. I'm having
3: a brain fart on the name, but the, the, the nemesis in, um, uh, in Falcon and Winter Soldier and uh, the, the guy who is John Walker.
5: No, no, you're talking about the 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 dude from Sokovia or whatever. Yes,
3: yeah. The freak is oh, his what, name. Nemo, Zemo, Zemo. Yeah, he's also a part of this. Yeah, as well. he'll be yeah. in it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: yep. Do you guys watch the trailer for the invasion series? Was yes, I, I did. It's so good. Yeah, I have not. What it's <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's Nick it's a Nick Fury series. So he has been off planet, and we have not been aware of this until recently. Yeah, uh, that you know, this that the Nick Fury that we've been seeing on camera because has, been busy, has yeah, yeah, has is that uh, alien, uh, and has
3: also become a bit of a an anti-hero.
5: Yeah, right? yeah, but uh, yeah. So he is. Oh, now it's called Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. Yeah. Okay.
0: Invasion is that other uh, yeah. thing on Apple TV, right? That uh, alien thing. They only have one season.
5: We tried to watch it. I watched it,
0: and I haven't heard anything about okay. the, the next season yet. So it's too much. That's to what's watch. going on. That's man. It. Stop get it! Get lost
3: in all this stuff. It should just don't... be one show that we all watch. Everyone, oh. <laughs> the good old days, you and know, that we're compelled to watch under penalty of law.
0: Yeah. All right, and then uh, I think we can move on to the clips now. In The Retaliators, a pastor uncovers a dark and twisted underworld as he searches for answers surrounding his daughter's brutal murder. I uh, here, star Michael Lombardi talks about what makes this film different from other revenge films.
10: What I loved about this is the circumstance around it and where the character goes. He's a man of the cloth. And it asks that provocative question. If you had a minute alone with the person who killed your loved one, would you take
0: it? Retaliators is out in theaters today, (laughs) if you were wondering. Here's the next clip. Netflix has released a reboot of the 90s teen drama Heartbreak High, putting a 2022 spin on things. And in this clip, star Brody Townsend talks about a coincidence that helped connect him to the
3: show. Funnily enough, one of the lecturers in my acting school was in the original, and I'd kind of just known of the series, but um, I yeah, hadn't actually watched it before joining.
8: Oh, sorry. I don't, I don't, want to, I don't think I want to see it. Uh, I don't
0: remember Heartbreak High from a ne- 90s teen drama. Is no, and, and
3: the audio's terrible on that one, too.
0: Yeah, Heartbreak High is Go a Go to hell. Available for streaming on Netflix today, by the way. All right, that's it. That's the Entertainment Report for you, friends. And uh, we are now going to segue into an opportunity for you to win some tickets to a very cool Ooh, thing. Okay. We have uh, Bill Weston's actual concert tickets to the Pearl Jam show tonight in Camden. So he wow. he's... He's handed these over. He he could have gone to the show. No, he absolutely could have. But he's decided that he's going to hand these over. These legitimately are his tickets. So uh, what we are going to do is I'm going to give you a clue. When we return from our break, we're going to take three colors and see if we can get a winner. If we don't get a winner, we'll move on and try a little bit later on. If you guys are still kind of stabbing in the dark, we'll start to give you some clues that narrow down what exactly you're looking for. So we're going to start very, very broad and let's see if you know the answer to this. Uh, and wait,
3: I have it written a specific way. We have way. a progression.
0: Ah. I have a specific way. All right. In what way is the number 179 significant to Pearl Jam? All right, I'll say that again. In what way is the number 179 significant to Pearl Jam? And keep in mind. Is the answer that we have. You might come up with something else that legitimately might be that, but it's what we have in our minds here yeah, absolutely. that counts. What are we trying to steer you to? In what way is the number 179 significant to Pearl Jam? When we return, we'll take three callers and see if we can get a winner right off the bat. We'll find out if it's you. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment.
11: The new and improved MMR app is out. It's faster, better organized, yet fully customizable to your liking. Start poking around now.
6: Fans of the Preston and Steve show, put their show page right up top. See the latest Preston and Steve t-shirt designs in the rock shop. Watch daily rush videos or want to hear Preston and Steve
11: podcasts first. Totally your call. Look for Marissa's app hack videos to get the ultimate user experience. So update your app now and then customize it to make the new MMR app your app.
0: I was asking what that smell was a moment ago. Uh, It is fried Brussels sprouts
4: Uh with
0: ginger, soy, and sesame seeds from our friends at the Steam Pub who have arrived. Uh, We'll do some giveaways in a little while Uh with those guys. as part of the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. Casey's going to be... At the Steam Pub uh, tomorrow night, and they're on Street Pike in Southampton. Uh, But we'll do some gift cards in a little while, so listen up for your opportunity to win. Am I correct about that?
5: Well, no, no, you said Street Pike. It's Second Street Pike. Second Street Pike. Sorry about that. I was
0: thinking of Street Road for some reason. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, So you can go to steampub.com for the details. Uh, But right now... We have our first shot at giving away some Pearl Jam tickets to show us tonight. By the way, what a beautiful night it's going to be for a concert. Oh, my God. I mean, the weather has just turned perfect for this. That mugginess and humidity going away. That might, you might even need a light jacket. Who knows? <clears throat> All right, so the clue that we have given you for these tickets, and we're going to take three calls each time we do this. We're starting off very broad, and we might have to hand out some clues. We'll find out in a little bit. But the clue is, for this time, to to start with is, in what way is the number 179 significant to Pearl Jam? Uh, We're going to go to three callers, see if we can get a winner. Our first caller in was Frank. Hey, Frank, good morning.
12: Hey, good morning.
0: All right, Frank, what do you think about this? In what way is the number 179 significant
12: to Pearl Jam?
0: I'm sure it has a deeper
12: meaning than this, but I'm going to say it's the uh, in the number of the songs of in their entire library.
0: Their entire library. That's a great guess. It's wrong, but that's a great guess. Yeah. Thank you, Frank. Thought, thought that through. That's good. Uh, first one had to go. Let me go to William, our second caller. Hi, William. Good morning. Good morning, it. Good, good morning, it. All right, William, in what way is number 179 significant to the band Pearl Jam?
12: Uh, I'm going to throw out, the first 179 shows they do are going to be arriving by tour bus.
5: Wow,
0: that's, that's an very interesting, interesting thought. That so is incorrect, wheel, though. William, get a
12: wheeling
0: it. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> All right, wrong though. But thank you. That's a that's a really
12: interesting angle.
0: Yeah. Uh, we'll go to Katie as our final guest for now. Katie, good morning. Good morning. All right, Katie, the number 179, significant to Pearl Jam. How? <clears throat>
8: Um, Nothing Man has been played 179 times between Pearl Jam and cover bands.
0: Wow. Interesting. I, I love. They're getting creative, Preston. Incorrect, Casey. Yeah. But thank you. All right. So, all right. We appreciate it. We'll give out a clue a little bit later on. Sure. Uh, for your chance uh, to win, but uh, we'll take another stab at this in a little while and uh, see if we can get a winner that way. But uh, clues will be coming,
3: and those are inventive guesses. I have to say. Yeah,
0: yeah. If you need them, we'll have the clues. If not, then we'll just give away the tickets. So get yourself set for that. Uh, reminder: Casey's big adventure is starting on Monday. We're heading out on the road. He's heading out on the road with Jackie Bam Bam, our buddy Kyle Mack is going to be filming it. Um, (laughs) And we would like you to contribute if you're going to be along the route. We have uh, the general direction, the stops that the guys are going to make along the way at PressingandSteve.com. There's a page for Casey's Big Adventure. And if you happen to be along the way, let us know. You never know. You might be able to meet up with these guys. Uh, You may be able to give us some great tips on what to do along the way if they have time, a little off the Beaten path things to see. Absolutely. Or We're in. looking for
3: it all. Absolutely.
0: Um, so that's for uh, our friends all along, all across the country uh, who listen to WMMR and the and Steve Show. So check it out when you get a chance. All right. It is time. It's been a while. The Just Saying Institute. It's time for you to take a stroll upon the campus.
3: The Just Saying Institute, home of the Banana Maturation for Optimum Consumption Research Facility. Wow.
0: <laughs> Carpe Banana. Absolutely. All right, uh, I'm going to start with this, and it has to do with strong and healthy teeth. Now, Strong and healthy teeth. Kathy probably has the best teeth of all of us. Absolutely. Here in the Thank studio. You. She's got a big, bright smile. She brushes, flosses regularly. <laughs> uh, you take good care of your choppers, right?
2: Yes, I try to. All
0: right, so a dentist named uh, Silvio Cartas has revealed a mistake that a lot of people make. Oh. While caring for their pearly, work.
3: interesting. Mm-hmm. I thought I, I thought we were pretty much up to speed on all this. Ooh,
5: can I guess? Yes, please. Okay. Um, I think people after they're done brushing will rinse their mouth out with water. Okay, and uh, that is kind of like I don't want to say a no-no, but what you should do is you know maybe you wash you, no no wash all your 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 mouth and face off with uh, with water, but. You, you leave, leave the, the toothpaste. toothpaste in your mouth? Yeah, well, you spit it out. You spit out all that you can and then leave all that stuff in there to finish the job. What do you I think? Pressure, is that wait, right?
2: Can I guess? Yeah, uh, does that have to do with flossing?
0: It doesn't have to do with oh, flossing. Okay. No. Mm. Anybody else? Buffing? No, not buffing either. Mm-mm. Where'd I get flossing? <laughs> uh, where
4: do I keep
3: getting Monson.
2: flossing from? Uh, wait, um, wait. Um, oh, I, I really want to guess. <laughs> <laughs>
4: she has
3: perfect teeth and she wants to know.
2: what um, they do wrong?
3: You don't have to guess. Casey got it right.
0: Oh, Oh, no He's kidding. exactly
7: oh. correct. Yes. Yeah, you can go home, man. Yes. Oh One-nothing, Casey. Wow.
0: Cardi said people tend to rinse their mouths after brushing. However, this causes the removal of fluoride from the teeth, oh. which means that it can't benefit the teeth by strengthening the minerals in the enamel. Well, so- is that why
2: you use mouthwash? Because you're not supposed to... I knew that you weren't supposed to wash the mouthwash out, but I, I wouldn't be able to walk around with toothpaste in my mouth. No, no.
3: What I do is I, I do I brush my teeth, and then I use mouthwash. Well, I don't think uh, mouthwash has fluoride in it, though.
2: Oh, yeah.
5: Well, some does.
2: Yeah, Does it? Okay.
3: Yeah.
0: All right. Well, then that might cover it. But it says, after you're done brushing your teeth, spit instead of rinsing. Toothpaste ingredients need time to release, and mm. rinsing removes these ingredients too quickly. So it may be more than the fluoride. I'm not really sure. Yeah, because uh, when
2: you go to the... Or at least when you take the kids to the dentist, they will sometimes put some stuff on their teeth that they have to leave for, for half a while. an hour. Yeah, like they yes. say, you know, don't eat or drink that? after leaving, yeah. so...
0: I, in in the uh, tooth care department, uh, I, will, I will brush my teeth first, and then I will floss. And my reasoning... And I will not rinse before I floss, because... My weird reasoning is that I'll get some toothpaste up in between my teeth by using the floss. Okay. all up because you know I mean? I'll already yeah, have yeah, toothpaste yeah. in my mouth. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's true or not, but it's
3: my little thing. So my I have the water pick toothbrush so that as you're brushing your teeth, by the way, you've got to hold your face basically in the sink when you brush your teeth because stuff starts spraying all over the place. But as you're doing it, it's uh, it's working as a water pick and a toothbrush. So it's mm-hmm. all done in one shot. And then I uh, take mouthwash and I hold it in my mouth for a while as I go about my rest of whatever I'm doing. Your routine? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to...
0: Get a little bit of of toothpaste, or I mean, uh, mouthwash in my mouth, and then go into the shower Uh and leave it in my mouth and slosh it around for a while while
5: I'm showering. Spit it into (laughs) the floor. Spit it on my hand. Are you guys a uh, Listerine or a Scope family?
3: I'm a Listerine. I was a Scope
5: guy. I used to be
3: a Scope guy, but Listerine just. And it just. It tastes like you're drinking Clorox. Or
5: that, but I said
3: it's got to be working because it tastes so horrible.
5: Like for the longest time, Listerine did not have any flavors. It was just that like yellow yeah. piss stuff. It yeah. was that Listerine yeah. flavor. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh.
3: It was it. It was
7: it's unique piss. unto itself. Just said on the container, Preston. Piss. Piss. Uh, but I like the blue one. That's the one I go with. That's what I have. Uh, I also use uh, Listerine for canker sores. I don't know if that yes, actually does anything. Really? But uh, uh, for whatever reason, it makes me feel like my mouth is a little more hygienic. And uh, It and makes actually... you feel like you're cauterizing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm somehow eliminating the canker sores.
0: think yeah. uh, S- is this the creator of Listerine? Sure is. Lord Lister. <laughs> Lord Joseph <laughs> Lister is his name. Or was his
4: name. <laughs> yes. Lord
0: Lister. A British surgeon. Medical student, experimental pathologist, and pioneer of antiseptic surgery and preventative medicine.
3: The Duke of Hemorrhoids. (laughs) (laughs) Joseph Lister
0: revolutionized the craft of surgery in the same manner that John Hunter revolutionized the science of surgery. Uh, from a technical, view- technical viewpoint, Lister was not an exceptional surgeon.
3: I'm not a very good surgeon. not good with sharp objects.
0: Uh, but his research into bacteriology and infection in wounds raised his operative techniques to a new plane where his observations, deductions, and practices revolutionized surgery throughout the world. How about that? So he was all
5: about keeping things sterile and clean. That's a smart move. Yeah, I, I mean, then, I... Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I have... Uh,
3: I have horrible Irish teeth. And yeah. so over the years, though, the the art of dentistry has gotten so phenomenal. I have Dr. Petula and Dr. Kaz. Uh, and what they're able to do is astonishing. But, you know, like chalky, uh, classic Irish teeth, you mm-hmm. know? And I don't like it. Kathy has beautiful teeth, and I have well, the uh, teeth of a uh, of a banana. <laughs> well,
2: and you know what, Steve? My mom has, same has the Irish teeth. Yeah, and, you know, had a lot of cavities and all that. Oh, yeah. So I I had a cavity growing up, and um, it was like a big one. They had to drill. I guess the majority of the tooth didn't need a cap or anything like that, but it has the silver filling in it, and so huh. I had to get it replaced. And so I said, "Oh, good, I can get the white filling." And they were like, "Actually, we can't. It's gonna." This is what they told me that it would irritate the nerve, so they had to put uh, a different silver filling in. Hmm. That's like kind of weird. Right? I know. Yeah. I thought you could switch over to the white once you had to have them replaced, and I was so I bummed.
3: My dad had a lot of work done in the Army. This is, you know, decades ago, obviously, and uh, all that he had done by the military had to be, <laughs> be done Had to be redone. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: I'd asked my dentist one time, because I've seen, you know, people with, with black-colored teeth before, <laughs> yeah. uh, and I was like, well, I'm like, what is that? Is that, you know, outside of maybe somebody having a drug issue or right, something mass, like that? Yeah. What is that? And he's just flat-eyed. He's like, they're not brushing their teeth. Hygiene. That's all there is to it. It's just, it's dental mm-hmm. hygiene, you know? So yeah, it, yep. it, brush your teeth, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Brush your teeth. You save them. Or they go black. Yeah. And that's all and, there is to But
3: once you it. go black teeth, you never go you back. You never go back.
0: Yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you get one set of <laughs> teeth, man. That's it. Or two after you lose your baby
3: teeth. All right. So uh, anyhow. Well, by the way, one question to that. Yeah. Uh, um, what's the longest one can retain... A baby tooth. A baby tooth in their mouth.
0: My, I, I t- and I told you guys. I told my daughter this story the other day. I had a baby tooth that lingered for a long time. I was in eighth grade and I still had a baby tooth, and I was I felt kind of stupid about it. I was a bit of a late bloomer, and uh, so in shop class, I took a pair of pliers and I yanked it out.
5: Oh my God! Where was it? It was a molar. You are your father's son.
0: Uh, I did it. I stood over the sink. And it was just like barely loose, and I'm like, I want this thing out of my head. So I grabbed a pair of pliers <laughs> and then yanked it, yanked it straight out. Dear God, did it! When hurt. did you first get hair on your teeth? Uh, <laughs> oh man, it was not until like 19. Oh God, oh. I didn't want to take a oh. shower. I would never talk. I didn't want to
7: smile. Poor thing. None, <laughs> I, you know, I feel your pain. I think nervous. you can go your whole life with baby teeth, though. Like, I mean, can you? Not? Yeah, I don't think like some people that um, uh, don't have molars in particular areas, right, right, so that right. the baby teeth just stay in. Do you remember when you got your first pube, Though, oh yeah, I yeah.
0: clearly do. Oh, absolutely, I, I was so excited. Yeah,
3: I was in, yeah. I was in standing in the middle of Grand Central Station. <laughs> no, no,
0: I remember. Uh, I remember looking down and going.
3: That's when it popped yeah. out. Yeah. Bink. And then <laughs> I took a, a, a bow me, from, it, a, uh, from a from uh, a uh, fiddle yeah. and started playing it.
5: Uh, it. For me, it was just it was a false. It was a false it was, positive. It was what? just one. It was like, what'd boink? you see? No, no, it was there. It was one. And then It didn't year, get hurt by any others for no, a long time? No, And he was like, come on, guys, let's go. And everybody else was like, "Now we're. I'm, I'm so sorry.
3: It's, it's just me, but they'll be along in a while.
5: Casey's sitting there talking to his pubic hair. Come on, guys. Let's go. Let's you, do you, this.
10: You're going to be fine. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to
3: talk to the pit boys and see if they can start developing for you. <laughs>
10: I was starting the
0: pits first. Never I remember getting goes... my first pit hair, too. I was oh. pretty excited
3: about that as well. I, I've been fairly hairless, um, you know, um, and, uh, and I like that, actually. Uh, I've never right. had really thick air, arm, uh, armpit hair and or uh, the, the pube situation is pretty light as well. Dude, you would not believe the amount of texts that are coming in of people that are in their
0: 30s and 40s and still have baby teeth. Here's no on the 75. My dad passed away at 75, had two baby teeth. I'm 46 (laughs) years old, have baby teeth. I'm 34, have three baby teeth. I'm 52 years old, I still have a baby tooth. Wow. I had a baby tooth, pulled at 46, lost my baby tooth when I was 16, almost 40, still have three baby teeth. I'm reading these over and over again. My co-worker is 43, still has a baby tooth. 39 years old, still have a baby tooth. Wow. My dad lost his last boob baby tooth, his booby tooth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his he's 60. on your knockers? Oh, here's when <laughs> it says, I'm 60, 63, still have a baby tooth. I had
3: no idea. Didn't you think the natural evolution had them, in, like, pretty much
7: re- removed from your mouth by puberty? No, because my son had them forever, and if he didn't have them removed... Um, they would have stayed in for the rest. So he yeah, had to, ha,
2: ha, I don't understand how that's. I mean, I understand that, that he had. Because the to molars move.
7: didn't push them out.
2: So, but, but so oh. all of their adult teeth
7: don't come through. Well, if, for some people, if yeah, if, the, so. if there's no natural progression of the molars to force the baby teeth out, I mean, that's why they get loose and they fall out in the first place for most people. But if the molars don't do that to the baby teeth, they can just so stay they just in they usually in the there? back, so, though, right? I mean, you would not have usually, baby teeth up front. But, but, then, but they can, it can happen in the front, too, Steve. Right. So, yeah, I think that's why all these people are texting in. But what Kathy's asking is, what what what, what, what if you say you pulled that
0: baby tooth yeah. pre- would would a, a a a an adult tooth for like or a permanent well, tooth ha- never come in no
2: well it would have to because nick's son had that done if if the baby if the teeth are up there if the adult teeth are up there right. like nick's son he had the baby teeth pulled and then the adult teeth t- came through
3: how long do you hold on to your baby pews? Oh, i don't know <laughs> forever
2: but Man, i honestly. wonder if these people who still have baby teeth are the adult teeth just not up there
0: um let me go to jen hey jen good morning
8: hey good morning guys gadzooks yeah,
4: gadzooks what's up jen
8: Hi. So, actually, to answer Kathy's question, I am 38 years old. I have a baby tooth still, and it's, like, not in the back. It is all the way up front and center. Wow. It is hereditary. My aunt is in her 60s and still has a baby tooth.
0: What, what did your dentist say about that, Jen?
8: So, I actually, I do go to my dentist every six months. Um, you know, he does take a look at it. It's still holding strong. My adult tooth, so they were talking about doing surgery when I was younger, but because of how my adult tooth is positioned, it's actually sideways next to my sinuses, and the fear was going in to try to extract it to bring it down wow. would have had a major impact on my sinuses. So, they said as long as my baby tooth is still holding strong, wow. it's fine. I mean, it still does the job. Jen, it's not loose for anything. Does so. it
0: look significantly smaller than the teeth that surround it?
8: You know what? Actually, it's 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 not significantly smaller. Like nobody knows unless like that's you know you do the fun facts at work. My fun fact is I still have a baby <laughs> tooth. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
3: I was wondering if if it, it, what happened or what would happen in in a lot of cases, Jen, is that people have like two rows of teeth you know where because if, if one is pushing out the other and but but, but hers is wait i
2: want to can you send us a picture i want to see it
3: yeah jen will you smile and uh, take a picture
8: i sure will i'll send you guys a picture via email i'm driving into work i'll do all advice. right yes. okay. oh, thank
0: you jen <laughs> all right we'll see you later uh hang on uh lizzie works in the dental field hi lizzie good morning yes.
8: good morning guys how
0: are you great what's up lizzie
8: uh, weigh in on the information about this I work in the dental field and a lot of people if they don't have an adult tooth to actually physically push the baby tooth out mm-hmm. then the baby tooth can stay in there
3: All right. i didn't I didn't I just I didn't even know that I just figured by natural evolution yeah. or the the aging of the human condition would mandate that your baby teeth would fall out and other teeth would replace it but if there's no tooth coming in to replace that baby
7: tooth it stays correct Huh. Hey Lizzie, I never had um, the wisdom teeth form in my so they they'd never That's existed so I never evolution. had right okay so um uh, so uh, obviously I'm more evolved than most people yeah <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. how often does that happen?
8: Um, I mean, personally, myself, I only had three of them. Mm. My brother and sister had all four and they, they were able to come in perfectly normal. Um, it's just, it's just the luck of the draw, I guess. I mean, people over time are going to eventually not need them because they don't really serve too much of a purpose. Yeah, You can't get back there and brush them really good. I mean, they, Tell them you've been there. You basically have to get
7: them taken out anyway. My my dentist basically said I was lucky that they never formed in the first place and never had to.
8: Exactly. Very lucky. Okay. All right. Thank you, Liz. All right. Have a good one, guys. I would never have known
7: that. I
0: will go next to Vanessa. Hi there, Vanessa.
8: Hi, guys. Love you. Love your show.
0: (laughs) We love you. Thank you, Vanessa. What's up?
8: So uh, I never lost my baby teeth as a kid. Mm -hmm. So when my adult teeth came in, and I was in like seventh grade. I had two rows of teeth. My baby teeth were actually behind my adult teeth. Vanessa, all pulled
3: out. Vanessa, that is pretty cool. That's yeah. very That's Pretty <laughs> yeah. cool.
8: Eight teeth pulled at one time. All my baby teeth, wow. but I already had a whole mouth.
3: That's Whoa. insane. Whoa. So, yeah. you, but well, let me ask you: Do you remember? Yeah. Were you Were you better at eating <laughs> at that point because you had all those extra teeth?
0: They were really jacked up. I had braces for like six years. It, it was no good. Hey, wow, we're missing
3: something there, baby. baby. do do Yes, yes. Hey, it's like Freddie Mercury. What was his situation? He had like four extra incisors. Extra incisors that kept his mouth in perfect singing condition.
0: It was part of yeah, what gave him a big mouth and maybe a better singer. Who knows? But.
3: Thank you, uh, Vanessa.
0: That's pretty wild. Two full rows of teeth. She had to have eight of them pulled at the same time. All right, horrible. Uh, Let's see. All right, well, anyhow, we could sit here and go on and on. We got
3: derailed, but I just, I always thought they, by us, at a certain point, they would fall out.
0: But listen, when you brush your teeth, Apparently, after you spit out, kind of leave the toothpaste in there for a little while, or and swallow. It, if you, it'll can. do better uh, for your uh, the, the fluoride and and uh, keeping your teeth healthy and all that stuff. All right, let's see what else we have here at the Just Sayin Institute. Uh, let's see, uh, researchers from the University of Alabama might be there. Might be a weight loss game changer that they have found. Oh yeah, a weekly shot of semag- semaglutide. Helped patients lose an average of 37 pounds and cut diabetes risk by 50%. Isn't
3: that amazing?
0: Yeah. This is according to Dr. Timothy Garvey. He said, we have not seen this degree of weight loss with any previous medication. Some participants lost up to 20%
3: of their body weight. That's amazing. And as I was reading some information on this, I didn't see any side effect uh, stuff listed. Do you have a list of any side effects? No, not
0: yet. I mean, so obviously they're going to have to do some trials with this right. for a little while because it seems like every time there's it's some kind good of to be true. yeah, that there's some kind of weight loss uh, medication that uh, there's a downside to side it.
3: Side effects may include crapping your lungs out.
0: Yeah. Uh, so this could provide a less invasive alternative uh, alternative to uh, bariatric surgery. Uh, they doctor Garvey said, "If approved, uh, semaglutide 2.4 milligrams has the potential to really change the way we think about treating this disease of obesity." So I'm also thinking the way it sounds like it's more for obesity, not right. just hey, uh, yeah, swimsuit season, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, right.
3: Uh, which that would be great. Oh Wouldn't man, Jesus Christ, if you could. If you could spend one solid month oh. eating devil's food cake presents. Oh. Yeah. Well, nonstop. <laughs> I mean,
5: come on. I feel like we talked about this before. Um, I think it's okay. semaglutide is also the same thing as, I want to. Uh, Baby uh, teeth. Uh, no, no, no. As, as Ozempic? Ozempic. Oh, oh, I've, I, I've oh, seen their commercials. Ozempic. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, <laughs> yes. No, it's uh That's the commercial. Like, it's a diabetic. Uh, it's a diabetic uh, drug. Right, um, I, I don't was, know. I thought it was for um cholesterol, but maybe. Cholesterol, I'm,
0: mm. Is that the jingle? Though? Oh, 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 oh Zambake,
7: Yeah, you know it is.
0: Don't you believe it's not so?
7: Uh, so, type Whoop. two diabetes and long term weight management.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this and and is <clears throat> it uh, Nick Zerny mention of semaglutide in there? I'll find out. See, if, I mean, there's a By the way, Preston,
3: they mm-hmm. use all these, like they use a Fleetwood Mac. You can go your own way. <laughs> I know. <Yeah>. Listen, <laughs> no, it's
0: it's to target people like us. Yes, it's to target yeah. people our age. Uh, all the ads now of things that are either medical based yeah. or of a uh, of people who have, have, have accrued income over their years and can now afford <laughs> are all from our era. Right, right, all yeah. songs from our era. Uh, so hang on a second. Let me go to, uh,
12: John. Hey, John, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Great. What's up, buddy? Um, so I started Ozempic four weeks ago and I'm down 31 pounds. Holy hell! Or anything. My doctor prescribed it because I was having eating issues. So, and did your baby teeth grow back in? (laughs)
3: Uh,
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. John... I am uh, sorry. Are you uh are are you suffering from
12: obesity? Are you uh, have, m- very overweight? Um not severely, but I was I was just having like I was a stress eater, so I was like concerned about the amount of food when I did eat. I-
3: so John, if it, if it may be and I hope I'm not sounding indelicate, what what was your weight when you started?
12: All right. So I started out, well, I guess I'm severely obese. <laughs> 330. <laughs> okay. Um I'm, I'm down I'm down below 295 at this point. That's, that's amazing. amazing. Wow. That's how, how tall are you? Uh, I'm 5'10. Okay. okay. Yeah. Any, any noticeable side effects? Not at all. No, no. I started out at like a 0.25 milligrams mm-hmm. for the first four weeks, mm-hmm. and then I upped it to 0.50. And that's insane, all right, John. How about your eating habits? Have those changed? My- Absolutely. My cravings went down big time for sugar. So I like a lot of. Oh, okay. Involved. So
0: it's not just the, the medication. It is it is changing the way that it, it's helping change the way you eat.
12: Absolutely. Yeah. Good I full quicker. Hmm. Even from the first week, like by the end of the first week, I felt fuller. I'm After, so like, I would eat a little bit. I, I wouldn't eat I, as much. I tell you
3: what, I'm going to drive right to the pharmacy if you tell me to yeah. put inches on your penis. Yeah. <laughs> of
12: course it did because it's just left phone. You, you, <laughs> you can see, see it, more of it now. Yeah. All right.
0: Uh, that's great, John. Well, well, good for you, man. Thanks for checking in. We appreciate it.
12: Oh, no problem. Love all you guys. I right, oh, well, love you. All right. See ya.
0: Uh, let me go to Jeff. Hey, Jeff, good morning.
13: Good morning, it. Good, good morning, it. What's up, man? Hey, I want to say that I've I've been on Ozempic, which is semaglutide, for about four years now. Yeah. And when I first started taking it, I have diabetes. When I first started taking it, I was a little over 200 pounds. I lost 40 pounds in the first six months.
12: Whoa.
13: Uh, yeah. The reason I lost that was because it made me not just, it made me think about just being sick anytime <sighs> I looked at food. Sick. Okay. I, I just felt sick feeling in my stomach. Now, I, I got over that um, after about six months. I got over that, and I was starting <laughs> to be able to eat more. I've gained back about 15 pounds of it, so right. right now I'm, I'm 175, 180.
0: Okay. Right, I'm, so not, I'm not crazy about feeling sick all the time, but, you know.
13: No, that... that... Start
0: feeling sick <laughs> with Ozempic!
3: Oh, 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 Ozempic! I feel like... <laughs> I'm on Ozempic, and I feel horrible. I just vomited out everything I ate, and I've never felt lighter. <laughs> it
7: wasn't quite that bad. Okay, it all right. I... I looked at and look in my poop, baby teeth. <laughs> hey, Jeff, I have a, a quick question for you. Did your insurance cover any of the, is it Ozempic that you're taking?
13: Yes, my insurance covered it all. Um, but that was because it was di- uh prescribed as a diabetes mess. Jeff, it's not a, weight.
3: so it, it worked; it reversed your diabetes. Is that what? I'm it sorry, did? what
5: did, did you say? It, it, did it reverse your diabetes? You said
13: it, it lowered my diabetes. Okay, yes, It got it under control. Okay, wow. is it a shot okay. or is That's it a pill? It was prescribed. Is it's it? Is a shot? It's a, a shot. You have to, to, to give to yourself a shot. shot. Is that hard? Yeah. It's not. No. It, it's a very small, thin needle that you do once a week.
0: I've, I I I gave myself injections before Casey it was a product called Embril for uh, psoriasis. It it ain't that big a deal. No. Did you do it in your leg, uh, Jeff? In
13: my stomach. In your stomach?
0: No, that's not that bad either. It's believe not, it or not, it sounds no. no it's, it's not, not like not. this needle's just, going all the way into your stomach. It just goes into the fatty tissue. Uh, uh, yeah, it's Case.
7: like a quarter inch. Yeah. Uh, I tell you what, like Claire does it all, right, all the thanks, time. Yeah, hang on, I want to ask one oh, more question. Okay. Uh, so, the uh, the obesity is not covered under your insurance, right? It has to be prescribed because of the diabetes?
13: I believe so. I, I'm right. pretty sure that's the way it is. Now, I did hear about uh, two years ago, they started uh, studying this for weight loss, this medicine for that. Right. So th- it might change in insurance yeah, here coming soon. Sure, and they might have tweaked okay. it a bit
3: uh, if, if, if they're focusing in, because it sounds like there's a specific targeted weight loss aspect to this, not just the diabetes. Right.
0: All right. Thank you, Jeff. We appreciate it. Hang on. We, we've got uh, we got to wrap up here in a second, but I see we have a call coming in, as yeah. you would expect. Uh, as we're, you can imagine. We're talking about this stuff, so we got to go to the good doctor uh, from Penn Medicine and Fox 29. There's his jingle. Doctor Mike hey! is with
10: us. Doctor Mike Srigliano.
0: Good morning, sir.
10: I'm glad everything worked out with your uh, <laughs> with your little colon experience there. It, w- it right? was
0: so much fun.
10: Well, listen, um, I, I, I'm on my way to give a talk, but I heard you talking about Ozempic, which is also known as Semaglutide, yes. and it's a it it has revolutionized the way we treat obesity. Wow. And and how we treat. Um, that's my navigation system. Uh, sorry, <laughs> uh, but it, but anyway, the bottom line is that uh, it has revolutionized the way we deal with um, with wait. Hold on, I'm going to park this car and uh, good idea here. Yeah. So anyway, the bottom line is uh, that when it comes to um, weight loss, it is the bomb that and there's another drug called Monjaro, which also has revolutionized weight loss. And up until this point, there really that there were medicines, but nothing that really was spectacular like these drugs. And what they do is they make you feel full. Uh, There's three versions. There's uh, Rydalsis, which is a pill form. There's uh, Ozempic, uh, and then Wagovi. And it depends on the dosage and what they're used for. They are for diabetes, but they also have been shown to profoundly cause weight loss. So, so Mike, Mike, so so
3: in addition to, so, okay, obviously you said the diabetes aspect. Is it being prescribed solely in some cases for weight loss?
10: Yes. Absolutely. Also... For something called Nash, non-alcoholic steatohepatitis, uh, which is if you're obese, you get fat that deposits in the liver, and that can actually uh, damage your liver, can lead to cirrhosis in about 10% of people. Mm. So that this has really, really revolutionized. And Casey, it's it's subcutaneous, it's an injection, but it's not really like a in the muscle. like a long needle. You just you pinch your belly. You get the pen. You put it up against your belly. You push the button. Count to ten, and the medicine slowly goes into your uh, uh, into your system, into your skin, uh, under the skin. I'd like to try this. Can you prescribe it for me right now? (laughs) <laughs> well, uh, sure. I mean, I can't do it in the car, but I can certainly talk to you about how we can do it. But it, it's revolutionized. That's
3: miraculous. Oh, okay. uh, I mean, yeah, so, so yeah. this has been so let me ask you uh, uh, the side effect situation. Any known?
10: well you can get bloating you can get a little bit of constipation uh, some people don't don't really uh, feel well on it and look just like everything else even a baby aspirin it is what it is All right, but okay. uh, some people tolerate it some people don't some people if they try the uh, semaglutide uh, uh, this this uh, other drug the um, uh, the the <sighs> Monjaro, uh, it's terpaglutide or something like that. Uh, basically, uh, I tried that, and some people tolerate that. Right. So it really has revolutionized things, and, and I'm glad that the gentleman that was calling uh, brought this up. It's a very important
0: topic. All right, All right. Thank you, Dr. Wow. Mike. We appreciate it. Yes. We'll talk to you soon. All right. We can't wrap up
5: now, right? I don't think so. Uh, we got uh, we have to go on
0: Fox Good
3: Day, Dr. Mike Stretch. Well we yeah. got some Thanks, We got Dr. some good Mike. info though from, from a man who knows. Right?
5: If, Case if we, if, I wonder.
3: Alright, do you shoot you we take a break?
5: We gotta take a break right now, no song. I'm All on. right, we're gonna take a break.
0: We're gonna come back in a second. We're gonna go on Fox Good Day. We have a lot to do today. Yes. That's the thing. A new Pearl Jam clue. Well, no, actually, we're gonna take more callers when we come back All for right. a chance to win Pearl Jam tickets. We don't get a winner, we'll get a clue. Be back in just a moment. First stay stay
1: with us. On 933
4: WMMR.
6: Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And probably other places.
10: Celebrate the coziest season with Acme. They're bringing all the fall flavors to you. From pumpkin everything to caramel apples and all your seasonal favorites. Make the most of fireside dinners, game-winning touchdowns, and warm family gatherings. Acme's here to help you spice, season, and savor every moment. You'll find fresh inspiration, chef-curated recipes, on-demand cooking classes, and more just waiting to be enjoyed. So slow down and fall into flavor at acmemarkets.com
11: slash fall.
6: Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: All right, we're going live on Fox. Good day, right 66. now.
4: 66.
7: Yeah, here we and go. Casey's going to get his kicks <laughs> cross country. I we need to hear more about this adventure by Casey boy. Hi, President Steve. Hey. Good
0: morning, guys. Yeah, so hey. uh, this is something that we that we actually planned to do a little while back. We were going to send Casey. It was unannounced. Uh, he he had no idea. His dream has always been to drive across the country. And the morning we were going to do it. Uh, he had tested positive for COVID. <laughs> or he had, right before that, he hadn't come out of COVID yet, and we yeah. had to share with him on the air that we had planned this trip, and we had to scrap it.
3: We were literally down
0: yeah. to hours. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so oh, we wow. couldn't send him across the country oh. sick like that. So... We are doing it on Monday. He's doing a driving trip. Our friends at Subaru have given us a vehicle. And he and Jackie Bam Bam, nights here <laughs> at MMR. What? Are, yes. <laughs> yeah. They're going coast He's to shotgun? coast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
12: Oh, my God.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
7: Yep. So, yeah. so like, how are you going to document it, Casey Boy?
5: Well, I mean, we are going to do check-ins on the radio station all day long. Obviously, we're going to start right. in the morning. And so even when I'm in on the West Coast, I'm going to be on Philadelphia Times. So... Uh, I cool. will be getting up, and 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 me and Jackie and, and our friend Kyle, we'll we'll get up at the at the crack of. It'll be the middle of the night for us uh, <laughs> on some right. days. So we'll check in with the morning show and Pierre and Jackson and, and the night show, but then also uh, all, all over our social media pages. So the press of Steve uh, social media pages, uh, my, my Instagram. We're going to be doing some Instagram lives. Uh, the guy Can that's going to be
7: with us too.
5: I would love to do that. I would love to do that. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. so because
1: yeah. how long is this expected to take?
5: Five days. Five days. Okay. So yep. we're and so we're going to
1: you're
3: going to
5: literally dip your toes in the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Uh,
3: hopefully during the show on uh, Friday,
5: right? Oh, yeah. We're going to leave here, uh, about like. Kimwood at uh, like seven a.m. on Monday, and then hopefully before the show is even over on on okay. Friday, I will be doing uh, a break from literally the Pacific Ocean. By the way, that
3: trip gonna... might might include a visit yeah. to Preston's hometown and hometown uh, science. Yeah, St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, so we'll have him do that. Have you yeah, any I of you guys have you guys ever driven across
7: the country before? I've I've done it in two chunks, uh, East Coast to Midwest, and then Midwest to the West Coast, but it was in separate years. Right. Uh, that trip from Philly to St. Louis in a day? <laughs>
5: yeah, it's yeah. going to be a
3: 14 14-hour day. What are you,
6: yeah.
5: driving a Ferrari? <laughs> well, we, we want to be able to, like, just all through as much as we can on that first day so that we have a little bit more time to play with <clears throat> the rest of the week. You're leaving se-
3: yeah. 7.15 <clears> on Monday morning, right? Yeah, I, yeah, the
5: most important thing for me that Monday is to make sure I get to St. Louis in enough time to watch the Eagles play that night because mm-hmm. uh, Monday Night uh, Football yeah. is their home opener. So uh, that's really the only thing that I have in my mind that I really want to accomplish that day.
7: Obviously, it means on TV because St.
5: Louis doesn't have a good <laughs> time. Right. 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 Yeah. There's <laughs> yeah. 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 a number of amazing so no stuff. Where you're sleeping at hotels, right? Yeah, 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 and we'll sleep, you know, okay. it's gonna
4: be so we'll We have, have some breaks.
5: We have three drivers, you know, so you'd be able to sleep in the car as well. And we're in a, a, okay. gonna be in a beautiful Subaru Ascent. You know, with captain's chairs in the back, we'll be able to sleep while uh, somebody else is driving. I hope.
7: Yeah, all three of them <laughs> in the same bed at a Holiday Inn.
5: Uh, I'm bringing. <laughs> listen, man, we're. I, I'm. Tr- I'm hoping that we're not going to be at each other's throats by the end of this trip. I'm. I'm bringing a karaoke wow. machine. You and could
3: something. end up with a. Oh, wow. A yeah. brokeback mountain experience if you could. Quite oh, possible. God. Yeah. We can only hope. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It could yeah. be lovely. They won't even make Ohio.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to Ohio. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
7: and you probably won't this time. Either. Okay, no, no, no. We'll check in with you Monday for Excellent. sure. Excellent. Awesome. All right. Thank uh, you, guys. We guys. appreciate it. Yeah.
0: So they'll be here for the the kickoff when uh, when Casey is leaving. Nice. Uh, they're going to be uh, send some cameras. Oh, that's
3: awesome. Really that's cool. very cool. How they're pulling together.
0: All right. Um. So here's what I'd like to do. As Kathy is getting our traffic report, we need three callers now to tell us why the number one hundred and seventy nine is significant to Pearl Jam. Two one five two six three wmmr To win, it has to match the answer that we have selected. Okay. Uh, let's see. And, it, and if we don't get a winner now, we'll have a clue, a new clue for the next time, okay? That seems fair. All right. 215-263-WMMR. And what way is the number 179 significant to Pearl Jam? First three callers, we're going to take you after we get a look at traffic and see if we can give these tickets away to tonight's sold-out show. These are Bill Weston's tickets, mm-hmm. by the way. Let's have a look at traffic, Kathy. What's going on?
2: 295 southbound uh, we're stopped now from 561 to the 42 freeway. The left lane is blocked with an accident. Uh, Also southbound uh, jams from Haddonfield to 42. Uh, North from Route 130 to the 42 freeway. 55 northbound jams from 47 to 42. And then on the 42 freeway northbound, you're backing up Blackwood-Clementon Road to 295. Pennsylvania Turnpike westbound at Willow Grove. There's an accident in the left lane. It's slow back to Route 1. Spookle eastbound slowing 202 into Belmont. Heavy the Boulevard to Spring Garden westbound. Paschionk to the Vine. The boulevard to the Blue Route, 95 southbound jams Cotman to Bridge, Allegheny through to Girard, northbound from Chichester Avenue to Curlin Street. Uh, and then on the Blue Route, expect delays northbound 95 to the Media Bypass, southbound from the Mid-County Tolls to the Schuylkill and then from Route 1 to Media. This traffic report brought to you by... AAA Car Care. This month, everyone can save $90 on select sets of Nokian tires. Plus, get a free alignment check only at your neighborhood AAA Car Care Center. See store for details. And that's your traffic on 933 WMMR.
0: Thank you, Kathy. By the way, I got a check case. You've been coughing and sneezing all morning <laughs> long. I hope that you are taking oh, good care of yourself <laughs> oh, in my preparation God. for this trip. Um, yeah, um, I'm good. Don't
5: eat. Oh. <laughs> Listen, Could you imagine? it's been going on like this for a little while. I've already been testing myself. I'm good. I just right. have a little bit of a head cold. Okay. Uh,
2: it's a little COVID.
5: That <laughs> is not a little COVID. Could you imagine? <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, that would uh, <laughs> Like, freaking man. Yeah, uh, I, we'd send you anyway. Yeah, that's it. it. After all the work that's F- been you F- done, F- you're F- going F- anyway. anyway. Yeah,
4: yeah.
0: All right, uh, so we're going to go to some calls, three calls in particular. See if we can get ourselves a winner. We need to find out what way is the number 179. Significant to Pearl Jam, and we're being fairly obscure, and we're making your work for these. Uh, we haven't done a contest like this in a while, but Marissa came up with this, and we're like, yeah, let's give it a shot. So, three callers for now, and if we don't get a winner now, we'll give you a clue, and we'll give you another shot at it in a little bit. So, uh, we'll go to Matt, first of all. Hey,
10: Matt, good morning. What's up, fellas? Sorry to bother you at work.
0: No, nah, man, we would love to give you these tickets, but you need to tell us in what way is the number 179 significant to Pearl Jam, according to the answer we have here.
13: Oh, I hope your answer is the same as mine. So that is their bootleg from Philly that was on the billboard charts, 179.
0: That is incorrect. Oh, but... Interesting answer. Thank you, Matt. We appreciate it. People are thinking creatively. All right, we'll go next to uh, Georgian Is this Georgianne?
8: Yes. Hi, hi. Georgianne.
0: Okay. What do you Uh, think?
8: Matt Matt stole my answer, actually. All right. So So I'll come up with another guess. Um... Is it the number of times they've played Better Man Live?
0: Incorrect. Thank you though. Very interesting answers. All right. One more. Let's see. Maybe we'll give them what you here. Let's go to Alex. Hey Alex.
12: Hey, how you guys doing? This Good. Morning?
0: We're doing great, man. Let's see if you know in what way is number one hundred and seventy nine significant to Pearl Jam.
12: I'm gonna go with the numbers of weeks they've been on the charts.
0: That is incorrect, but thank you, sir. We appreciate
12: it. All right, so that means I'm
0: going to give a clue. I'm going to give it now. Right now. Give you some time to think about yes. it. Yes, all right. All right, do so some research. The clue is the number 179 in this way that we are framing this has to do with a specific song. So essentially, you need to tell us what song and why, all right? We'll do that again in a little bit. So this has to do with a specific song In the Pearl Jam library. So why is the number 179 significant to Pearl Jam and this song? It's library. It's library. (laughs) In its library. Don't be scared. (laughs) Of any library. Yes. Uh, So we'll get some more callers in a little bit. In the meantime, we're going to do this. Now, WMMR presents (laughs) Kristen
4: and Steve's Design
0: Brought to you this morning by Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. The present comedian Jay Moore coming Saturday, October 8th. And tickets are on sale at LiveCasinoPhilly.com. Must be 21 or older gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. I have some stories out of Pennsylvania today. Always fun. We'll begin with this. An argument over food Turned into a fist fight that led one man to smash a cinder blocks uh, over another man's head. Holy hell! Before allegedly strangling him. Ah! Ah! Pennsylvania State Police were called to the scene of a fight on uh, in Monroe Township where they spoke to a man in the back of an ambulance. And he told them that he got into an argument over food...
3: With 35-year-old Brandon Shoup. You know, because you led with the cinder block, the strangling didn't seem so bad.
0: Uh, He told troopers that Shoup soon turned things physical and hit him with closed fists. The man said that he hit Shoup back twice before Shoup picked up a cinder block and swung it towards the man's head. Shoup, there it is. Uh, Before connecting with his skull, the man told police that he was able to duck and avoid taking the full force of the hit. Police noted that the man had a straight red line and contusion behind
3: his ear where he said the cinder block connected. Can one rightfully assume that when you're attacking someone with a cinder block, you're trying to kill him? I would
4: think so, right? That Uh, was my skull!
0: When he fell to the ground, he claimed that Shoop jumped on him and started to strangle him with a forearm to the throat.
3: What did I do, Shoop?
0: A female witness pulled Shoop off before Shoop asked the man if he he was done and then punched him again. Uh, police then spoke with a female witness at the residence who corroborated the man's story. They noted in the affidavit that half of the cinder block and Shoop's wallet were laying in the grass with noticeable dent in the siding of the home. God. Shoop was later arraigned and released on one hundred thousand dollars unsecured bail. Is now facing charge of aggravated assault, simple assault, strangulation, and related lesser charges. I would think murder would be one of those charges. How, right?
3: how do you not attempt at Murder. Want to kill someone if you're if you're swinging a cinder block at their head or assault with a deadly weapon? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Nursing home has been forced
0: to apologize for hiring a stripper to perform for senior (laughs) citizens in wheelchairs. What
2: are they apologizing for? I know, the pictures
0: are great, too. Uh, The Taiyuan Veterans Home, a state-run facility for retired Army personnel in Taiwan... Paid the adult entertainer for a steamy show to celebrate Mid-Autumn Festival, which is an important holiday in Chinese culture China. whereby whereby people gather to celebrate the rice and wheat harvest of the season. <laughs> Streamers. So, so video of the performance, which took place last Thursday, was filmed by an attendee before it was posted to social media, quickly went viral. The clip shows a masked up Erotic dancer, clad in lacy lingerie, giving one elderly man a lap dance and thrusting her breasts into his face. The man doesn't appear to mind and can be seen squeezing the woman's assets as she enthusiastically writhes her body. I
3: love this place.
0: Other nursing home residents clapped along enthusiastically. I've had a handy? Uh, seeming to relish the show. But the senior care facility was hit with a backlash and subsequently released a statement saying the intention of the event was to entertain residents and make them happy. We're very sorry for the offense that was caused. Yeah, it was nice, but I I hope we're still getting our pound cake. A nursing home spokesman added that uh, the mid-autumn festival parties have been canceled at the nursing home uh, the previous years due to COVID. And to lift resident spirits, they arranged for a stripper to perform a show. (laughs) However, they conceded that the erotic dancer's actions were too enthusiastic and fiery, and that they would be more cautious when planning such events in the future. Now, they you did, need a
3: more conservative stripper.
0: They did say that there was also a more sedate game of bingo and some karaoke, a karaoke and an adjoining nursing hall. Okay. So here are your options: karaoke, bingo, stripper. Uh, video shows residents and the stripper remained COVID-safe at times, however, keeping face masks on throughout the erotic show. Here's another Pennsylvania story. A man in a rainbow wig was arrested in Delmont, Pennsylvania after he walked into a Dairy Queen with a loaded handgun. According to the Delmont Borough Police Department, someone traveling south on State Route 66 called 911 to report the erratic uh, driver. Uh, The caller said they saw the car pull into the parking lot of a Dairy Queen and saw a man dressed in a bright yellow safety vest and a rainbow wig Get out of the car with a gun in his hand and walk
3: into the store. Fill this duffel bag with blizzards.
0: Uh, the reporting, <laughs> uh, the responding officer at the scene uh, less than a minute later saw the man still inside the store. Several other people were inside. The man exited the store out of the side door. An officer approached him. Police said the man had a loaded forty caliber handgun in his wow. pocket. Well, at least he dressed as a clown. As well as several rounds of loose ammunition. And according to police, the man said he was undercover and was working to restore Trump, the president of King of the United States. (laughs) And he said that he was armed to kill Democrats and liberals and to protect himself from drug traffickers. Okay. He was taken into custody without incident. Police searched his car. They found two more loaded handguns, a 9mm and a twenty-two caliber. All three guns and 62 rounds of ammunition were seized. The man is now facing felony charges.
3: I think that his whole thing, because it started with Dairy Queen... Kind of meant he wasn't serious about this. Right? You think so? Yeah. Oh. A violent
0: thug's attack on a 16 year old boy completely backfired after the teenager turned out to be a junior martial arts world champion. Good boy. Stuart Briggs, who was 35, had confessed of targeting student Alex Williams, now 17, during a lunchtime assault. Uh, Briggs pleaded guilty to inflicting grievous bodily harm without intent for the attack that left Alex requiring six stitches at the hospital for his injuries. Uh, the thug who bit a chunk out of the boy's ear launched an attack on the teenager shouting, I'm going to smash your head in. I'm going to stab you down the alley. Well, but what Briggs didn't realize is that the young boy was a multiple junior world champion in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. <laughs> oh, man. Footage shows the moment that Briggs approached the teenager on a street bench. Briggs attempted to grab him, but the footage captured the moment that Alex jumps into defense mode and appears to lift the man more than double his age up and flip him over onto the floor as he restrains him. I mean, he took him down cool. hard. Yeah. Yeah. The teenager removed some personal belongings from his pockets as the two men square up at each other while bystanders watch on. They grappled on the floor. The man approached him and tried to break things up. Alex said, as he got closer to me, I saw an opportunity to defend myself and fight back, so I took it. said, obviously, I was worried in case he had a knife on him because he had threatened to stab me. But in situations like that, it's about surviving and I was thankfully ready for him. Uh, and apparently, yeah, the dude bit him. He didn't realize oh, that geez. until later on, and he needed stitches for the bite. Be-
3: before I attack you, have you studied any
0: martial arts? Yeah. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you now. All right. On top of everything that we have talked about and are doing as far as giveaways this morning, we have an announcement to make. All right. And this is yet another opportunity for you to win friends. We're excited about this particular contest. It begins on Monday. And we are officially announcing MMR's You Who Loot Contest. Yes. Do you want the- one? Yes, please.
4: Yeah.
0: This is your chance to win $1,000 five times a day on MMR. So it starts on Monday, 8 a.m., 10 a.m., noon, 3, and 5 p.m. And each time, we will announce a keyword, and you'll need to listen for this sound. Yeah to know that we are giving you a keyword. (laughs) And we'll have you 15 minutes to enter it. Uh, And there are three ways to do so. You can enter the keyword on the MMR app, on your mobile device, on the contest page at WMMR.com, or you can text it to the special short code number, which is 45911. And one winner will get 1,000 bucks. It is sponsored by Horizon Services as well. Giving
3: away Pearl Jam tickets today. Casey driving cross-country next week. We're giving away yoo Loot next week. Yep. Can we jam any
0: more into the sausage? There will be more jammed into the sausage. Uh-huh. I guarantee you that. But just a heads up, this starts on Monday. It's MMR's yoo Loot Contest. $1,000 five times a day. Brought to you by Horizon Services. So get ready and listen for that sound, that you hoo that'll tell you. <laughs> That we will be uh, giving out a code word at that point. Now, with all that going on, when we return, we'll have another shot of the Pearl Jam tickets. And remember, it has to do with a specific Pearl Jam song. The number 179, 179 is significant in what way to what song. Let's see if you know the answer in a little bit. But right now, before we take calls for that, we have our friends that are here this morning uh, for a meet and eat is what we call them. And it's from the Steam Pub. The Bud Light Thursday night kickoff with Casey is tomorrow night, 7 to 9 p.m. They are at 2nd Street Pike in Southampton. The food is phenomenal. Oh, my God. I just had uh, their, and and I love Brussels sprouts. Yeah. But they have their braised Brussels sprouts, which are wonderful. And also, they're part of the burger brawl. And they brought in their burger. And I, I ate part of it. Uh, Because I want to make sure you guys get a chance to try it, too. It's fantastic. As you would imagine, all of these burgers at the Burger Brawl are wonderful. But one has to be a winner. Maybe it's going to be the Steam Pub. Certainly a contender. Yep. Uh, So, I got a $25 gift card. Actually, Casey, I'm looking for the official. Oh, this thing right here? Yes, thank you. $25 $25 gift card for number 12. Caller 12, 215-263-WMMR. Now, Casey will be there tomorrow night, along with Bud Light, for the Thursday night kickoff, 7 to 9 p.m. at the Steam Pub. It's in Southampton. And you can win a pair of tickets to Monday night's Eagles home opener against the Vikings. Cool. And a signed Greg Ward helmet, courtesy of Bud Light. So make sure you join Casey for that. But in the meantime, we'll take the twelve caller, give you the $25 gift card. We'll come back. The Pearl Jam tickets, another shot, and... Justin McKinney will be joining us too. A lot happening on oh this platform. We'll be right back.
11: The energy, emotion, and epic concert experience that unfolded in Wembley Stadium earlier this month. It sounds like bees will now be transported to the more intimate Kia Forum Arena in Inglewood, California for part two of the Taylor Hawkins Tribute Concert. The good news? WMMR has two great seats for the show to give away. The bad news? Travel is up to you. So especially for our California area podcasters and streamers, we encourage you to enter now at WMMR.com. Heck, paying your friends on the West Coast and have them enter too. The contest is open to all and we just want to review after the show. See the Taylor Hawkins tribute concert from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks coast to coast.
0: We'll go take three callers right now and see if we can get a winner for these Pearl Jam tickets. And what way is the number 179 significant to Pearl Jam? It has to do with a specific song. We are going to go to Liz first of all. Hi there, Liz. Good morning. All right, Liz. We need your guess. How is the number 179?
8: It's the note count in the beginning of
0: Black. Wow. wow. Interesting, wow. but incorrect.
7: Yes. Well done. Aww. I like how she's thinking, though.
0: Outside of the box, yeah. yes. All right, let's go to John. See if he knows. Hey, John.
7: Hey, what's going on, guys?
0: All right, John, we want to know the number 179, significant to Pearl Jam, how?
13: Is it the number of times they played Nothing Man live?
0: You're the second person to guess that, and that is incorrect. I'm sorry. We gotta let you go, John. All right, let's now go to Christine. Hi, Christine.
8: Oh, hello. It is also the Nothing Man answer.
0: You were gonna say the same thing?
8: I was gonna say the same thing. Or the amount of times Nothing Man has been covered by different artists, something about Nothing Man. <laughs>
0: That's incorrect. Thank you, though. All right, so that's why it will behoove you to stay with us and hear the other guests. And you can try
3: again if yes. you you, know, if you called
0: certainly, them. certainly, certainly, Uh So I tell you what, we'll do um, we'll do another round in a little bit. All and right. If we don't get a winner, then then another clue.
3: But whoever wins, we can be assured will be a Pearl Jam fan. If you're going to all this, this is true. So that show is tonight. By the way,
0: all right, our next guest is set to go, and he's got a new special. Which is now on YouTube. He's done stuff on Amazon on Comedy Central. Yep. He's got a special on YouTube, and it is called On the Bright Side. Please welcome to our program via Zoom this morning, Justin McKinney is here.
9: Morning, Justin. Hey, how are you? Thanks for having me, guys.
0: Yeah, it's great to have you on, man. We appreciate it. Where are you checking in from this morning? I'm actually in Florida right now via Zoom. And is this uh, a hotel we're looking at, or is this in your (laughs) residence? (laughs) (laughs)
9: <laughs> this is a hotel they actually they put me in the suite first time ever they've actually put me in the suite i think it was a mistake oh that's nice
0: right. suite
9: level <laughs> yeah now, so the copy machine behind me is yeah. one of like those fancy espresso ones. I literally had to call and tell them it was broken. They had to have maintenance come up here and show me how to just pull the lever down. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah, it looks it looks formidable. We see it behind you. Um, yeah, it looks like it has a very thick operations manual attached to it. So it,
9: there's no instructions at all. I'm like, it looked like a handle. I didn't know that was a lever.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. I've I've gotten one of those. It's not a Keurig. It's something different. It's that little. They have the little tiny. Yeah, uh, things that you right to, I don't know right how to work this damn thing uh-huh. yeah it's but, a
9: little pod it's a little pod and then regular water was coming out and then it was a whole big thing and then I'm, uh, yeah so anyway <laughs> we, we got it working now
0: hey justin i wanted to ask about uh i mean uh, your name j u s t o n spelled a little bit different than normally you'd think of j u s t i n has that been uh was that a a family thing did somebody make a mistake how did you end up with your name spelled that way <laughs>
9: Absolute nightmare uh, having my name spelt that way. It was a – to this day, I'm constantly – once a month, I'm having to get it corrected now. I call them up. I'm going to get my name wrong on documents. I'm sending them back. Yeah. And – and in, in the world of social media where I am a comedian, for people to search me, if you search it with an I, I don't come up. Like a lot of these search engines uh. don't even find me. And to make it worse, I can't even tell people it's it's Justin with an O because if your name is Brian with a Y and you're like it's you know, Brian with a Y, everyone knows where the Y goes, right? Right, right. <laughs> I'm like Justin with an O. They're like J O S T I N. So I have to spell it out. But it's not, not always <laughs> it been a nightmare. This is the worst part. I asked my dad, you know, I had a little bit of a dysfunctional family. You know, I asked my dad, I'm like, why did you spell it with a an no? And he, he said to me, he goes, because you were born just on time. Get it? Oh, it no. It oh. was a joke. But I'm like, first of all, it could have been just in time. Right. He right. just a joke wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't even get the joke right. Uh. So I came into the world as a bad, butchered dad joke. I became a comedian, and oh, it has no. been haunting me. Oh, to this no. day, it haunts me. I'm telling you right now. I-
0: I'm telling you, it's killing me. And and God forbid, there's some you know uh, felon out there with the name Justin McKinney, and you get mistaken for him regularly and get caught up in that.
9: Well, I'm not even lying. There was one other person, and you can look this up with Justin with a no, He was yeah. like a mass shooter.
3: Oh, oh my, God. Jesus
10: my God! Wow.
9: Well, it's you like know, in, I, I, in yeah. go ahead.
3: No, I was going to say if you get so you got that, but if you every time you get paid, if you get paid with a check, I'm sure you're constantly having to go and take care of that right i mean you, you it's a different name on the check uh, that's i've seen that happen yeah. countless times yeah
9: i constantly have to make sure the checks are right the yeah. documents are right sending stuff back i went to the hospital one time filled out all the paperwork right all my you know they put in the top part and i filled out the rest like seven pages i bring it up and i go hey just to let you know this is actually an oh and i like, oh you got to do it all again i had to do all the paperwork over <laughs> again
3: well, you you mentioned the uh, the the familiar or the similar name to a shooter, or a,
9: to a mass shooter.
3: Uh, but you worked as a deputy sheriff for a while.
9: Was that the case? I did that back in the nineties. Yes, that was my. It was in uh, rural Maine. I was defunded before it was ever a thing. Okay? <laughs> there were two of us for five hundred square miles. Oh my, my backup God. was a day and a half away. It what? was it was nuts.
0: Oh, my God. All right, so you have you have the sheriff, which is an elected position. Right. Uh, you get hired by the sheriff. Did you – how did you end up in that job? Was it uh, like, uh, you know, a friend of your dad's who said, hey, let's give this guy a gun? <laughs> no. All right. No
4: no, no, no,
9: My dad was actually – I used to say I grew up around all cops. They're always over the house arresting my dad. <laughs> like,
4: oh, really? I mean, there
9: you go. Yeah, my whole family, like, had run-ins with the law and all that. I was like the white sheep of the family. Okay. Okay. Um, So – but they basically – no, up there in in Maine, the sheriff's deputies patrol all the small towns that don't have police departments. Okay. So there's 14 towns that you are the police department. So, you know, it was 500 square miles. There weren't many of us. But, yes, the sheriff itself is elected, but everyone else has to go through the police academy, go through the training. but. You talk about not have enough training. I mean, I was like, I, I needed more training. Like, you needed to spend more money. Like, be careful what you wish for. Like, I had a, a guy took himself hostage. Like, I didn't know what to do. I just <laughs> left. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I heard he did let himself go. Good, right.
0: right. Thank God well, that ended, ended well.
9: If you're dealing
3: with a rural situation, now obviously you can say, well, it's going to be like a Mayberry thing. It's going to be relaxed and chill and so on and so forth. But if, if someone has done something really horrendous, a lot of times they flee into the woods. So, um, did you, did you, did you have some, some badasses you had to contend with? There was it pretty.
9: Yeah. Not, not only do they flee into the woods and does everyone up there have rifles? They'll hunt, you know, it's a big hunting area. My uniform was all brown Uh, from head uh, to toe. Yeah. And I'm like, is that some kind of a sick joke? Like I looked like a deer. I'm like cotton balls to my, you know, to my ass, you know, it's like, and uh, yeah. And there were, there were some shady situations. Yeah. People with guns. And, you know, I got one call. I, I I sign on. I'll never forget. It was like 100 degrees out, right? So we had a bulletproof vest, which, by the way, on my department, it was expired. Like it was past – there was a date on it. I'm like, oh, is this the born-on date? They're like, no, that's the expiration date. Right. Okay? So basically I wore the thing for warmth. Basically when Kevlar breaks down, it's polyester. Yeah, yeah. So – it was so hot that I put it next to me on the seat. I, I sign on, and they're like, uh, yeah, we got a guy barricaded in the house, says he's going to shoot the first cop that shows up. And I'm like, that's me. <laughs> the first cop. I'm the only cop, you yeah. know? So you had that kind of stuff. That would. So, my look, my hat goes off to everyone that does that profession. We need good people. Yeah. To do that job. I mean, right now they can't find people to do the job. They're gonna have to pull people over and be like, "Do you know why I stopped you? Was I speeding? No, that's why I stopped you. How'd you like a career in law enforcement?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: how, you, you, if I understand correctly, obviously, so they give you the car, the patrol car, and you were living
9: a, in a trailer park at the time. I at one point I was living in a trailer park. So, so, so you you every time you drive, a... you guys did some deep dive oh, yeah. research. Right. Yeah. Well, every time you drive a
3: cop car into a trailer park,
9: well. That's just it. The first time I came home when I moved into the trailer park and they saw the police car, they were all waiting to see if I was going to come out with something. Uh. The next day, I, I woke up. I think my neighbor looked out and he goes, I think my, my new neighbor stole a police car. <laughs> yeah.
4: All right, so I have a
5: question. Um, I have somebody very close to me is actually uh, contemplating moving to a very rural town in and around. Well, not in and around, but in Maine. Like up in Limestone, Maine, is it is it a good place to live and raise a family?
9: Yeah. Do they own a gun?
4: <laughs>
9: Not yet. Not um, yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's great. It look every place. I don't care where you go. It, you know, every place says its good and its bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that's great. Are they trying to get away from that? that's That's quite a. Where are they from? Here. From here, they're they just trying to get. Yeah, they they, they so want to get really away. Like their family, they really like their family down here. Huh? They want,
5: they want space, uh, and they they want quiet. They want nature and solitude. But I'm like, it's
9: really cold in the winter, is it not? I mean, it's like, yeah, it's uh, pretty brutal. We 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 had to close our pool this week because it's going to freeze in a couple weeks.
3: Wow, It's this insane? Yeah, I, but you're so. Uh, listen. You so you're raising your family in the general area up there, right? That's where you that's Yeah,
9: I'm actually I've lived in New Hampshire since right. 2006. Okay. I was living in uh I was living in New York and Los Angeles for a while and uh, you know my career was really you know I was I was tonight shows and yeah. New York Times said I was destined for stardom and then in 06 my wife says hey let's move to New Hampshire that'll take your career to another level uh, <laughs> you know, but let, let's go to the state where Walter White from Breaking Bad went to hide from the fed and like, like, like Delane Maxwell from Jeffrey Epstein's partner that's yeah. where she went to hide from the fed let's go um, there yeah. that'll be great yeah. you'll be on Preston and Steve in no time
4: <laughs> <laughs> but I,
5: I love New Hampshire I, and I, you know I've uh, spent some time up there I'm, I'm, I love anything around Lake Winnipesaukee and uh, Meredith, New Hampshire. I don't know where you're at near there, but that's another place. This person was, uh, that's moving to Maine. They were all about upstate New York, and then it turned to New Hampshire. Then it was Vermont, and now I think they've settled on Maine. But I don't know if you have a preference, but.
9: Yeah, I think they're they're all good. They've all got their pluses and minuses, and nothing's too far. You know, living in New Hampshire, I can, you know, most of the work I do now is within two, three hours of me. I can just get in the car and drive. Um, So I think, uh, yeah, I, I think they'll love it up there.
0: And uh, you mentioned your family. What's your family dynamic, Uh, wife, kids, the whole uh, rundown?
9: I got a wife. Uh, I've been with her for 27 years. Ah. Nice. Um, And she's actually working. She's staying remote. Um, because of COVID, she's never going back to work, so that's been a challenge. I mean, at year twenty-five, to get stuck in a mandatory lockdown, right? Um, and she's never going back. Like you know, we're both home. We're not used to that. I'm like, even Tom Brady only made it forty days. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm mean, living with a supermodel from Brazil. I'm living with a super ballbuster from Tewksbury, Massachusetts. So, I mean, what 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 does she do? Oh, you are not going to believe this. HR. <laughs> Hey. Human resources. Oh, my god, the worst job for a comedian to be married to. Every joke I bounce off her, she's like, Shh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can't say that. I wouldn't do that. That's a hot button issue. Oh, my gosh. She, she's always telling me about the name. She comes down uh, just recently. She told me how you can't say breastfeeding anymore. Like now it's, it's chestfeeding. Chest feeding. Oh. Yes. What? And I'm like, look, honey, I don't care what you're Call him just as long as you let me see him once. Right, right.
3: <laughs> that's I'm all like, you're asking you for.
9: I'm like, why don't you go? Why don't you take your shirt off? I'll go. I'll go out and grill up some chicken chests. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> yes! a
0: nice plate of chicken chests. <laughs> oh my god. I'm, I'm just on.
9: trying to stay in, in the lines, you know. Yeah. And by the way, she. Uh, it, it, it's it, it, we're just getting on each other's nerves. I mean. She's got to do the zoom calls. So from, you know, waist up, she's wearing her work clothes. But from, you know, her waist down, she's, like, walking around in her underwear. And I'm thinking, is it wrong that I sit there and fantasize that she'll put on her pants and leave? <laughs>
3: I, yeah, no, that's it, not wrong. It can chip away at you after a while. Oh, my God.
0: Uh, well, Justin, about this, uh, your, your special, which is now on YouTube, first time doing it with, uh, with, with YouTube as an entity?
9: It is. Yeah. The first time I've got two out on prime right now. I've done a couple comedy central ones. And this is YouTube. It's just a way to reach, you know, different people, people that might not see you. And like, I got to be honest with the economy and the, the, you know, uh, gas prices and inflation and everything. I'm just like, you know what, I'm going to put this one on YouTube. And it just came out, and so far the response has been great. And uh, yeah, so so we'll see what happens. But it was it was a lot of fun.
3: I think it's the way to go. A lot of people are doing the YouTube thing. Yeah. A lot of the comedians are having really good results with it. It's a great way to introduce new people to your stuff. And uh, w- well, when you're in town, you know, if you ever get in town, you got to swing by, yeah. and uh, we can do this in person.
9: Yep. For sure. I would love to do it. I'll be at Helium soon. I, I'll be right. back there. It's been about a decade since I've been there. But oh, yeah. I was there about 10 years ago.
0: All right. Well, feel free to come and see us. We'd love to have here. By the way, it's Justin spelled with a no, a A <laughs> second <laughs> vowel. J-U-S-T-O-N. McKinney, look for him on YouTube. His special is called On the Bright Side. Thanks for checking in, Justin.
9: Thank you, man. I really appreciate the love. Thanks, guys. You got it.
0: Justin McKinney. Yeah. Oh, great. Excellent. All right. Uh, let's see. What are we doing? What are we doing? Are oh, uh, you... Uh, I want to reiterate a couple of things. We have a lot of stuff happening yes, today. We, we have more guests that are going on. We're going to do more guesses for the uh, the Pearl Jam uh, tickets. But, no, I want to reiterate the um, contest announcement we did earlier. Uh, starting on Monday, we're going to be doing MMR's yoo Loot Cash Contest. We just announced this. So, again, it's your opportunity to win thousands of dollars over the stretch of time. Um, and so we have five opportunities each day, Monday through Friday, starting on Monday to win $1,000, and you listen for this sound.
3: Yeah! <laughs> by the way, we have that recorded. That's done, by, but Steve is doing it live as, as we speak.
0: Uh, and that's we'll give you a keyword, and that's going to happen at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., noon, 3 p.m., and 5 p.m. Uh, and then you have 15 minutes to enter it, and there are three different ways to do it. You can go to WMMR.com to get all the details, uh, but it's sponsored by Horizon Services, so we are excited to get that started up once again. So, question, should we take a break now? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, we should probably, uh, okay. yeah, do that. Because we do have more guests that are on the way and more opportunities to win. We also have a secret text word, a chance for you to win tickets to see Brian Regan January 14th at the Miller Theater in Center City, so text word secret to 39333. When we come back, we are going to have another opportunity at the Pearl Jam tickets. But wait to call in for that because I will tell you when to call in for that. But in the meantime, there are some days when you have too much. We have a $25 gift card to give away from our friends at the Steam Pub who brought some fantastic food in this morning. We'll take caller number nine at 215-263-WMMR. And they're here because uh, tomorrow night Casey is going to be at their location and he's doing the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. And as part of uh, this year's Bud Light Thursday night kickoff, you can score Eagles tickets, custom MMR Bud Light t-shirts, and signed Eagles merchandise, all courtesy <sighs> of our friends at Bud Light. So caller 9 9 We'll give you that gift card, and we'll take a break, and we'll be right back. When we return, we're going to try to break a record, and we need your help. So we'll tell you about that in a moment. Stay with us.
4: Why don't we take a five-minute break?
11: The new and improved MMR app is out. It's faster, better organized, yet fully customizable to your liking. Start poking around now.
6: Fans of the Weekend Planner, select the Pierre Robert Show page. Hear a song during the workforce blocks you like but can't name? Select recently played songs to show on your app feed. Want the MM Archives podcast on your radar? Just customize so it shows where you want it.
11: Look for Marissa's app hack videos to get the ultimate user experience. So update your app now and then customize it to make the new MMR app your app.
0: All right, we are gonna try and find a winner for this particular contest. Win the PD's tickets, Bill Weston's tickets, that he has graciously offered up to give to you. A listener of WMMR and the President and the Steve Show. Opportunity to go, but you need to answer this question. The number 179 is significant to what Pearl Jam song and why? 215-263-WMMR. And we are going to go to Brian first. Hey, Brian, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Doing wonderful. Okay, Brian, so give us your guess. Number 179, why is that significant?
10: Nothing Nothing Man was played 179 times by 14 different artists.
0: You are the third person to guess that, and that is incorrect. Sorry, Brian. Uh, incorrect. Uh, so that's not what we're looking for, and so you'll need to keep listening. Yes, probably your to, best bet. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to lose out on a uh, uh, an answer that somebody else already given that's incorrect. <laughs> All right, let's go to Dan. Hey,
10: Dan. Hey.
0: All right, Dan. Number one seventy nine significant to a specific Pearl Jam song. Tell it us is, what that is.
10: It is the numbers that Ed sings combined in animals.
0: In, in the song Animals? Animals. Where he's going, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, five, 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 that, that whole thing? Yep. Wow, that is an interesting guess. It's incorrect, though. Oh! I really like that, Dan. Sorry, man. All right, and then we'll go to one more call for now, and if we don't get a winner here, we will give away our next hint. All right, so we have Richard. Hey, Richard. Hey, mm-hmm. Richard. All right, Richard. Richard. Do me a favor. Tell me, in what way is the number 179 significant to a very specific Pearl Jam song? It's
12: the number of times Immortality's been played live.
0: That is not the answer we have here. No, sorry. Incorrect. So, to win, this has to match the answer that we've selected. So... Let me narrow it down even further for you, and you can chew on this while we wait. Too hard. For you to give us an answer. So we've told you that it's number 179. We've told you it has to do with a specific song. The next clue is words matter. All right, let's see if you can run with that. Words matter. We'll take more callers in a little while. In the meantime, we are going to a guest, all right? We'll take those calls in our next segment. Uh, but our next guest is on board to pose a um, an opportunity, I think, of a, a record that can be broken.
3: I, I love this concept, yeah, and I, think, I, I absolutely think we can do this. Yep, yeah, I think it can absolutely
0: be achieved, and we'd like to welcome you from Crossing Broad. Please give some love to Mr. Kyle Pagan. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. He's good. Oh, yeah. Yo, Kyle, good morning, sir. Hey,
14: guys. How are you?
0: Wonderful, man. All right. So before we get to the hot dog thing, you had an issue with uh, Casey's (laughs) retractable roof on all stadiums in the uh, all football stadiums.
14: Well, I got to tell you, I saw Dome in the tweet. I did not see retractable roof. And I did concede my point. I said retractable roofs, I'm all for Dome's. I'm not.
3: Okay. Really? So you're okay. on the same page then. Yeah, because I think that uh yeah, then then we've got there, there there's absolutely uh, everything is copacetic then because oh, in fact I think there's I think it's better to have the retractable roof for you have the option, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm.
0: And by the way, yeah. I like the way you positioned your uh, your post, which you said a rare L for the Preston and Steve <laughs> <Yeah>. show. <laughs> so yeah. I we appreciate that uh, you noted that it was rare. It was. It's it twenty opinion. years
14: you guys been doing it. So <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh,
0: how long have you been uh, with uh, Crossing Broad, uh, Kyle?
14: Be coming up on a year in January.
0: Okay. And by the way, you know, I mean, I'm I'm familiar with Crossing Broad. I'm not familiar with like. How many people are involved with that and so on? Is it is it a, a large group of people that
14: are behind Crossing Broad? Uh, yeah, I would say it's around anywhere from 12 to 20. Okay. okay. All right. Nice.
0: And you guys have some interesting takes on uh, yeah. you know Philly sports and, and other things as well. Uh, but you seem to have your, your finger on the pulse. So were you a fan before you got on board with them?
14: Yeah, I was. Yeah, I've been reading it since I think around 2009. Nice. And where, where did you grow up? And
5: I, I assume you grew up in the area with the college in the area and stuff or... Yeah, grew up Montgomery
14: County, Lansdale, and went to Temple.
0: Okay, okay. yeah. All right. So you uh, have a, a a very cool achievement in mind for Dollar Dog Night in specific, and when is the next uh, Dollar Dog Night at the uh, 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 at the Phillies game?
14: Next Wednesday, September twenty first, against the Blue Jays. Okay. okay, and what do you have in mind? So the record for the single games uh, for for single dogs eaten in a game is seventy seven thousand two hundred eighty five. I think we can beat that.
3: Okay. So uh, during one game, a stadium full of people consumed 77,285. Uh, back in 2019. Back in 2019. Okay. To throw some numbers
0: out there, Kyle, how many people usually are in the stadium for dollar dog night? Do you have any idea? Uh,
14: I don't know. We're averaging 19,000 right now. Okay. Um, I would say we probably have to get anywhere from 28 to 32 and we could probably, we could probably break this. So okay. what, what are
3: they? The team's doing well. Uh, yeah. and, and so uh, what are they averaging, do we know, at this point? They're averaging 19,000 people. 19,000, right. okay. So, uh, listen, it's I... It's
5: like four hot dogs a person.
3: I, a I think that's doable, Agreed. especially if word gets out that the impetus is this goal, because this is the kind of fun stadium record that yeah. can be pulled off mm-hmm. its Perfect for a Philadelphia record because it doesn't involve much work yeah. and you just eat. And
5: I don't, I don't really <laughs> ever want to exclude people from anything. But no, if, if all vegans could maybe stay away, yeah, for this game, <laughs> okay, that would be great. Hold on, yeah. wait, 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 Marissa, wait.
0: our vegan is waving her hands frantically. Marissa,
14: Casey, about five years ago, they added veggie hot dogs to Dollar Dog Night. Oh, all right, that, that, counts. Counts. So that counts, right? Does it, does Kyle, that- does that count? Oh, that counts. That okay. Counts. All right. Oh, All right. right. So, so never
5: mind. I retract my statement. Then <laughs> yes,
3: um, just uh, like the roof of the link.
5: Yes.
4: <laughs>
5: yeah. Uh, and what's crazy is so that, that record number that seventy-seven thousand two hundred eighty-five uh, hot dogs eaten by a crowd. The crazy thing is only ten thousand of those hot dogs were actually fully cooked. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's. It doesn't matter.
3: You, you, you're going to risk a few diseases. No, the truth of the matter is, is that, that you, as you put it in, in that perspective, Casey, you took the four hot dogs. It's not, you know...
5: I, listen, I, I, I've i done Dollar Start Dog Day with yeah. my buddies, and I have had pie-in-the-sky dreams of doing a dog an inning, right? And and I've gotten to, like, the many innings. third inning. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. You know, like, it, it was... And back when I drank, it was, it was all right, let's do nine beers and nine dogs, right? Oh, we could totally do that.
3: Well, is the liability here... And, and Kyle, perhaps you can give us some uh, um, uh, training uh, for this... People who do attend, should they stay away from uh, what? Should they stay away from drinking to make sure they have enough stomach room for for hot dogs?
14: I did the nine inning challenge. We call it the Wade Dogs Challenge. Right. You, know, you might know about the Wade Boggs challenge, where you drink beers yeah. on a on a on a flight. Uh, right. This is the Wade Dogs challenge. I did ten in nine innings last year. <laughs> <That's> impressive. Um, <laughs> I did no beer. I was strictly water. So uh, it's very salty.
3: We know, we know. Obviously, we want the different businesses to do well, and we, you know, the number of really wonderful beer companies in the area. But for this one night, if this could be a record, that'd be really cool.
7: It would be, yeah. Kyle, I know that in this room I am in the minority, and probably in Philadelphia <laughs> I am in the minority. But I am a ketchup on hot dog kind of a guy. Is that allowed at a, at a ball game? Yes. All right, he's saying so I, yes. I don't dog shame.
14: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Whatever yeah, you want on your dog. It's like your cheesesteak. You can go anywhere you want. I don't care. Patch Gino's, your place down the street. Do whatever you want to do. You want to put mustard, relish, chili on it. Don't, don't dog shame out there. That's
0: right. right. agree. Well, I'd like to point out something that we're uh, avoiding here that's pretty obvious is uh, you don't have to actually consume the hot dog while you're there. It's hot dogs sold technically. Oh, you could buy ten hot dogs and take five of them home with you and eat them the next day if yeah.
3: you wanted
14: to. Kyle,
3: is that accurate what Preston just said?
14: Technically, it is. I plan on buying a hundred, but I'm throwing them out to people. <laughs> <laughs> That's good too. Yeah, you uh, can share them. Wow, the yeah.
3: that uh, then that puts a whole new uh, angle to this because just, just go nut. In fact, mm-hmm. yes. In fact, if you don't want, you, when you drive out, go to some, uh, go to a homeless area. And just pass them out if you wanted it. There you go.
5: Right? Hey, um, Kyle, do we have you to thank, by the way, uh, for this Dollar Dog Night that's going to be uh, next week? Uh, they, they only had two. And then did you write a letter to the uh, Pennsylvania
14: Senators? <laughs> I called Senator Bob Casey. <laughs> <laughs> to one of his constituents, and, they, uh-huh. and she passed me along, and it was really cool. He retweeted it. The Phillies got in line. I mean, I'm just really trying to raise more, I guess, hot dog, Dollar Dog Night awareness. I mean, the Pirates do one every Thursday. Uh, the rangers had one had 13 this year Wait, the, the pirates do do every, it every Thursday? Thursday. Every Thursday, yeah, and the Astros do one every Tuesday. So I'm just—I think there should be more dogs. It's the best promotion in Philly sports right now. Uh, I, agree.
3: I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's ins- that's absurd that they they're doing it once every Thursday, and we're we're lucky to just score a third. But you don't look at gift horse in the mouth, especially since you'll probably be eating some horse. Steve, <laughs> I've got a I got a good idea
0: which will tie right into something that uh, you're involved in, and that is uh, animal charities. How about you do a dollar uh, the adoption. fee, are only a dollar dollar dog
5: night ah,
0: and tie that in with that selling idea. the hot dogs as well
3: <sighs> this is writing itself right here i folks. got a bet preston you go down to the shelters clear the shelves Eat the dog. Eat oh, the dog. Wow. Oh wait, no, that's no, not that's uh, illegal. That's, no, you, no, that's, you don't want to get that. Do that. I'm sorry. I, I take that back. That yeah. was that Are you was gonna not. retract thought.
7: that one as well. That wasn't. Yeah, I'll retract that. All now. right. So uh, Kyle uh, Phil's one last night. They play the Marlins tonight and tomorrow night, and then three games in Atlanta against the Braves, and and then this uh, the the series against the Blue Jays and the Braves. That's the last home stand of the season. So we're talking about you know, in in my mind, a playoff team. Um, yes. and if you're going to come out and support the team at home in their last home stand. Why not do it this night? Do it on a Wednesday night. I love baseball games in the fall. It's just something about being out there, and it's like a, a crisp, fresh night, you know, and and then you uh, destroy that crisp freshness by eating <laughs> nine hot dogs.
14: Exactly. Even the guys who want domes on all the stadiums. <laughs>
3: exactly. <laughs> like Those rat bastards. Uh, yeah. So I assume that at the end of the evening, it would be easy to tabulate whether or not this record has been broken, right? We won't have to wait for any absurd amount
14: of time while the, the tally is made, correct? They do have a counter around where the pitch speed is. Uh, in Citizens Bank Park so we'll be uh I'll definitely be taking pictures of that throughout oh, the night.
0: Oh, as the game is progressing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like yeah. that. That's very cool. Yeah. Uh I think you got a winner here Kyle. I think this can happen but obviously people need to be made aware of this so Word has to get out. We'll we'll try to continue to uh to hit that for you as uh, as we get closer to game time.
14: Thank you, man. And I know you got a colonoscopy let- yesterday, so you're good for at least 10. <laughs> yeah. Right? Dude, I got yeah. lots of room. There's a lot,
3: whole bunch of blank intestine in there. Lots yeah. of room. Uh,
0: <laughs> anything else you want to mention about uh, Crossing Broad
14: or anything like that while we have you on? No, man. Just go read crossingbroad.com. We uh, we have a live show every Tuesday and Thursday, Crossing Broadcast on YouTube, and it comes out in podcasts. Uh, thank you guys so much for having me on, and thanks for spreading the word. Yep, absolutely. absolutely. All right, thanks. Kyle Pagan Yay! from Crossing Broad. And uh, and get to dollar dog night. And
0: uh, let's break a record. I think that would be a lot of fun. I haven't gone to... Ball game in a while, maybe. What's
7: it? It's on uh, Wednesday night, yeah. Next Wednesday, uh, we should get uh, John Cruick involved because there. Uh, I, I play a game with my girlfriend I'm watching the games at home. Uh, how many innings will it take for John Cruick to mention any food item? <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, uh, That'll be the first inning, it, yes. I mean, if it's yeah. Dollar Dog Night, you know it's the first thing that's going to come up, yeah. I and, should go. He I'll could go. down
0: a dozen of those things, oh my gosh, probably. Yeah. I think <laughs> between yeah. sentences, yeah. Uh,
3: yeah, you should go, Case,
0: yeah. Sure. I'll
5: be
3: there,
0: man. Coolest thing I told you about I, the, 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 the extreme privilege of uh, sitting uh behind home plate. First time ever last year Marissa and I Not everyone can sit behind home plate. A friend of mine had tickets and not I Not everyone has friends. Never been down that close for a ball game and certainly not right behind the the, the, uh, the uh the plate uh, but what they do down there as well is during... It might have been in the seventh inning stretch, I'm not sure, but they came in and they started just handing out oh, Shake Shack burgers. <laughs> Are <laughs> you I'm kidding like, me? Come on, I'm like, come on. if I get a handy, too, <laughs> I can't imagine anything better than this.
3: <laughs> I, I think I'd want the burger more. It was amazing.
0: Um, <laughs> it was wonderful.
3: So what do they call that section? It. It, does it have some sort of... The, the Diamond Club is down there, yes. I think. That's it. Yeah, it, yeah. It's the Diamond so, Club. Yeah, it's... And how does one gain access you gotta Is know, it by
0: know you, you gotta, gotta know
7: so a really right. rich person who's got tickets what do seats go for i don't know down there no idea if you have to ask You're yeah right yeah. Uh, yeah exactly by the way unfortunately casey you won't be able to go oh man that's right
0: <gasps> he's gonna be on, the, on the road, road yeah. yeah casey so, will be uh doing his big adventure at that point yeah in albuquerque uh and i'll remind you again you will be in albuquerque on wednesday right mm-hmm. uh, that uh you can uh see casey's route uh, which we have mapped out as far as uh, the stops that he is definitely going to be making uh, at presidentsteve. dot com on the uh, Casey's Big Adventure uh, page that's set up, and um, if you are along the route, if you happen to live in Albuquerque or St. Louis or uh, Oklahoma City or some of the places, you're Wait for Arizona. At. Uh, then you need to get in touch with us and tell us, and, and maybe you never know Casey and Jackie and uh, Kyle is going to be documenting this might be able to meet you along the way, or maybe you can point out a place or two that they should go to
3: also if you have you know family and friends out there you know along the, the route, let them know
0: yeah, yep, for sure um, real quick, we have some uh, time uh, to take up before we get uh, Kevin Hayes of the Flyers
3: on. Uh, Steve, you said something you wanted to yeah. tell me about the bathroom. So the, we have our bathroom that's right out the kitchen door. That's our go-to bathroom. But you pressed and had to, <laughs> you got your colonoscopy. Yep. And that bathroom was down. But um, so we're using a bathroom down the hall, which you kind of called the fanatic bathroom. Uh, and uh, they uh, there's something that they did in there that I'm not sure I'm a fan of. They put this privacy strip. I love it. Do you? Absolutely. Oh, on the I, I yeah, am, absolutely. I am a, I'm opposed
0: to it, and I'll oh, tell really? you why. What? I know why. Because when you walk in, you can't tell if somebody's sitting on the toilet exactly. or not, uh, and whether it's vacant or not, and you have ex- to go over and pull on the door. Right. I'll take that little inconvenience over the slight... View that I can see of someone when I'm bearing down, yeah, trying to do my business and maybe make a one eyeball eye to eye contact with them. Yes. I don't
3: want that. I keep I keep my head at an angle away from the slit, so whether they see me or not, that's fine. But I, I don't want to do the pull on the door. I don't want to <laughs> do the ducking down under to see if I see feet. And there's like I walked in there a couple times, like I don't know. I don't know if I can determine if there's anyone in this stall. I don't want anyone to know it's even me in there. Like I even yeah. t- pull my feet back
0: a little bit, so in case they recognize my shoes. Yeah. I don't mean- want you to know it's me making all that noise. The
2: I- one eye eye contact that mm-hmm. is uh, amazing. <laughs> this is the single greatest strip of metal ever created for women. Yeah. This is so you love it. Well, yeah. every every end stall in every bathroom bathroom you go to, there is, and and some of them are larger than others. Like some are like. Why even use that bathroom? Or why even close the door? Like, yeah, that's yeah. how large it no, is. No, that, that, I, here I hate are, that. The ones here are not no. that bad. But when they finally started putting that strip on the ends of the stalls in the bathrooms, for, for us, it was like a game changer. We had a whole new bathroom. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. I, yeah, I'm a fan. All right. Yeah. I love it. But it is, uh, it is a bit of a curiosity when you walk into in, is there's somebody in there or not? That's why when I leave those stalls, I'll leave it cracked open a little bit. Well,
3: it's, it's a very courteous thing to do. I think, like, if it's a small slit and I can just see, I, I, I'm not seeing tile, I'm seeing an obstruction. Yeah. I don't need to make, you know, like, do do the, like, in the sting, Preston, where you rub the side of your nose and you say, mm-hmm. like, uh, but that's enough just to let me know, okay, I won't pull in, I won't disturb this person. Right. And uh, so I'm, I'm on the other side. But I, I kind of see what you're saying.
12: Yeah.
5: Hey, uh, by the way, <clears throat> uh, can I tell you guys something? I saw Roadhouse yesterday. It's on Netflix. Uh, oh. I've seen it. Okay. Uh, we had this discussion a little while back as to which movies is better, Nef- uh, Road- Roadhouse or-, or Point Break. Oh. All right. Now, listen. I'm telling you I love both movies. But Point Break is far superior to Roadhouse in, like, so many different ways.
0: I would side with you on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love Roadhouse for what it is.
5: Yeah. Uh, but I noticed that at the, like, the one of the final end fights where he ends up ripping the throat out of that guy... Yep. He does a couple of roundhouse kicks. that I'm like, okay, that is a dance move right there. Like he, he basically, uh, like he, he's even like a ballerina where he like kind of puts his arms out. And then, do you guys, do you, do you know? What I don't mean? sure, Right. I, yeah. I'd
0: have to see it. But so the okay. guy.
3: So uh, by the way, I'm Team Roadhouse. You're, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I love Point Break. I really do. I think I think it's a, it's a blast. But Roadhouse to me just looms. The legend looms large. He uh, there is a documentary. Um, it's called "I Am Patrick Swayze." I think it's the name. Okay. okay, and the guy he fights, that guy who's you know, I was a guy. F, F guys, right? Like, like you're a, in prison. So it turns out that was like the first. They actually first met that day where they were shooting that fight. Oh, really? And so, but Swayze had been training like, and so even he said the guy who is the guy who's facing off against the actor said who is a trained martial artist says. This is going to be bad. You know, the guy looks in shape, but no way he's going to pull this off. Uh-huh. By the end of that fight, they he goes. Uh, he could not believe how good
5: Swayze was. A and they became lifelong friends. I'm pretty sure the first roundhouse kick I saw him do there was a there was a flat out step ball change and then a and then a, a pirouette. Is that what that's, those things are called? A pirouette? Like his arms went out. I swear to God, it was like Michael
3: Burridge. I have called. not noticed this, <laughs> Preston. Did that? Did you? You that it was I a little too fancy?
0: I haven't. <laughs> Steve done a breakdown analysis of that fight in years. So I couldn't <laughs> you honestly were not, And in the on initial that.
3: viewing reminded of the Bolshoi ballet? No. But I do know that
0: Patrick is a trained dancer yeah. and I yeah. believe he trained in ballet, so maybe he was taking some of that. Or maybe he's a fight dancer. I don't know. Well fight know, dancing is the
3: most lethal yes. form of dancing and fighting. And at the same time. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to see it,
5: but it's on it's on Netflix now. So if you guys uh, haven't seen it in a little while, uh, it, it is a, it's a fun little because I had probably it's probably been a few years, but that's a movie that if it was on cable,
3: I will stop and watch Roadhouse every time it's on. I yeah. would I would can't say I would do the same for Point Break. Uh, Nick has a video playing here uh, off of YouTube. It's a
0: compilation of the best fight scenes in Roadhouse, and I mean <laughs> these people are killing each other. Uh-huh. It's just a nonstop. <laughs> blood brawl in the middle of a bar a handful of people are dancing the rest of them are, are just
3: tearing each other to shreds so the one of the um the actresses in the movie is actually a stunt woman who is on the set of um she's actually the star of the tom savini remake of neither of living dead believe it or not i have a point here but uh, I talked to her because I was one of the flesh eating zombies right. on the Tom Savini remake of Night of the Living Dead, and she was a trained stunt woman at that time. And so she described, you know, the the the, the kind of fights like this, the barroom brawl. She says. Yeah. If you want to laugh, always don't pay attention in the foreground. Oh, yeah, Look yeah. In the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch the other people that are doing nothing,
0: wait yeah. for their chance to run in face first and get punched. <laughs> exactly. Really? Yeah, yeah. That, I do yeah. that too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Watch the other people and you'll see how absurd. Yeah. And then go watch a real, you know, right, right. brawl with a bunch of people. See how, how
3: many people can take a full close yes. fist punch to the face And keep going. Yeah, and then back up and wait for their next chance to get punched
0: in the face. (laughs) I know what you're talking about. All right, well, completely different. Way non-related to that at all. Uh, I wanted to congratulate uh, a guy who's become a friend of ours, uh, Mr. Ryan Long, the 16-time Jeopardy! champion. Yes. Uh, Yesterday, he was designated a hometown hero in Philadelphia. Uh, Mayor Jim Kenney presented him uh, with... Uh, the a liberty bell statue to let him know how proud we are of his success
3: and you know what's cool mm. he showed up wearing a b52 shirt
0: oh did he yeah That's it was cool. very cool uh he had said i hope that and and when he was given the award he said i hope everyone does the same as i did keep being stubborn until you get what everyone says you can't have uh he's the long he's the winningest contestant in philadelphia's history Run on the show. Um, he won more than $300,000. And we've talked to him a few times. He even faced off against Nick here in our studio for Nick's birthday. That was game so cool. Of Jeopardy. Yeah. Um, and they asked him about the money. He said, I, I stuck some money aside, bought a truck, and the rest is none of your beeswax. <laughs> I've been pushing myself for so long working that now I have time to uncoil the stress that I've been carrying around for 20 years. So uh, he is flying to California this weekend. To tape the shows for the Tournament of
3: Champions. Which I believe will air in November? It's this fall, yeah, in November. Uh, yeah. It's
7: going to be the most competitive Tournament of Champions that I can remember. There were so many good contestants over the last year, including Ryan Long, but Matt Amodio was great. There uh, was a conga line. I mean, there of... were so many champions that won multiple oh, uh, yeah. games in a row. Who's and... the, the Canadian? She was a librarian,
3: um, sort of I remember mousy, who, yeah. but really good, really smart. Uh, yeah, this it's huh. going gonna, gonna to be pretty cutthroat. Did you notice? Have you noticed? Because the new seasons have kicked in, Preston and, and Nick and I had this epiphany of watching Wheel of Fortune. I don't know if you get to watch Wheel of Fortune. Watched I a little bit last night. Yeah, that he goes over and now shakes their hands again. And oh no, I haven't been paying the, attention. Right, to that.
7: all that separation that was taking place. Okay. There's and, human and, contact. <laughs> they don't. They don't touch the. Uh, they don't have the little handle for spinning the wheel right. anymore. Right. Um. He's he's able to stand closer to them. It, and Steve and I were talking about this yesterday morning. It felt like a palpable sense of relief to see Pat Sajak have human contact with the contestants again. And it was like, holy crap, we're kind of like working our way out of the pandemic because Pat Sajak can give a person a hug. One of the
0: puzzles last night, Rochelle and I were watching this gal solved it. It was, I'm like, shut up. It was like
3: four letters, Preston, and And, she got it. And it was long.
0: It was like uh, Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio star in Titanic. (laughs) She I'm like, what? The yeah. f- <laughs> How? 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 Yeah. What you know, so I got <laughs> the, or, you know, <laughs> the, uh, the blackjack player. <laughs> <laughs>
7: you, you know what pissed me off in the end was that um, it was delicious taffy, was the was, uh, final Wheel of Fortune. And uh, When is taffy ever not delicious? Well, right, anyway. but nobody ever... Pl- that's, I think that's a good point because you don't describe taffy right. as delicious taffy. And the, the category was food and drink. Un- so if you didn't guess the F... And taffy, it yeah. was T A blank blank Y. Now blank 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 salt water taffy. Thank you.
3: I would
0: guess. He- Here is the
7: deal, though. That has
3: that's that ship uh-huh. has sailed. For them to be it's, for it to be a well-known phrase, mm-hmm. it just simply is a collection of words. Have mm-hmm. they? And ever? Sometimes that'll piss me off, but once you realize, like, right, Preston, salt water taffy would be the obvious. Um, you know, it would be like mercurial taffy, or <laughs> right. something that doesn't make any sense. But they do that. And uh, people still get it. Can they? They, they can repeat
5: stuff. I mean, yeah, they yeah. Sure. have to. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. All right.
3: Uh, well, speaking of
0: phrases and things I've never heard of before. Uh, I wanted to pass this along because I know we have our guests coming along shortly. I wanted to get this at some point today because I've never heard of this. The Stone of Destiny.
3: The Stone of Destiny. <laughs> yeah, like Harry Potter or something.
0: Well, I thought it sounded like, uh, like one of the Infinity Stones or something yes. like that. Yeah, or Harry Potter. It Mr. Potter, <laughs> are you aware of the Stone of Destiny? Uh, it is set to be moved from Edinburgh Castle to London for the coronation of the new uh-huh. king. And it is an actual stone. Like Excalibur? Called the Stone of Destiny. It seems that way. What are we doing All here? Right, I hit
5: the wrong
1: button.
0: Okay.
5: My bad.
0: <laughs>
1: My boss.
0: <laughs> what button did you mean to hit? This one. It just... There we go. Ah, there we go. Uh, when the queen was crowned in 1953 at Westminster Abbey, her throne sat above the Stone of Destiny. The
3: Stone of Destiny. Califf. ...on which the Queen's bum has rested uh, for decades. Uh, However, the historic artifact... uh, I told the royal bees about the Queen's passing. I informed the gerbil (laughs) and her tarantula. Uh, Well, now it is being returned to Scotland more than a
0: quarter of a century ago... ...and it it will be moved to London, or it had been returned... Uh, will be moved to London for the ceremony involving uh, King Charles III. So what's the legend of the lore Tasha besides the fact that it was under her throne? All right, so the Stone of Destiny, described as coarse-grained, pinkish-buff sandstone, is seen as a historic symbol of Scotland's monarchy ah. and was used in the inauguration of Scottish kings for centuries.
3: It's, it's crazy when you go over there. yeah. You know, listen, we, we love our country here, and you go into philadelphia and you see something that's from you know 1690 and it's very impressive and but uh <laughs> you're over there and those oh. things are centuries well listen this was
0: when when they moved it when they when they moved it from scotland yep. to westminster abbey that was the year 1296
5: oh wow. so it
0: had already been yeah. being used for a long time before 96 they picked it and moved it on up in 1296 wow. so that's yeah, you, you do look at, the, at our history, which is great, and it, and it seems pretty old, but you head to Europe and you go, okay.
3: 1296, yeah. you win. Yeah, you do win. And then you go to Egypt, they so, win. So, uh, yeah, in
0: 1296, the then king of England, Edward I, had it removed from Scotland, and it was built into a new throne at Westminster Abbey in London. Uh, it was only returned to Scotland on St. Andrew's Day in November 1996. Uh, In 1950, four Scottish students famously stole the stone from Westminster Abbey in London and was found some three months later, 500 miles away, at the high altar of uh, Arbroath Abbey, wherever that is. So in November 2020, Scottish First Minister Nicola Sturgeon announced plans to relocate the stone, which Which is is official. Uh, it is also known as The Stone of
3: Scone The Stone of Scone uh, okay. Stays mainly
5: On The Plone Plone's not a <laughs> word For yeah. this purpose It
4: is
0: It is bone Alright Plone
4: <laughs> Or <laughs> nothing <laughs>
10: Not with that right. What else
0: rhymes with with own, <laughs> shown, crone? C- yeah, crone. crone. The stone of scone. Do you know it also rhymes
3: with it?
5: What? F u. <laughs> <laughs> moan, known. <Thank> <laughs> Professor Snape.
3: Brother. Moan. Yeah. The yeah.
0: Stone of scone. Yeah. Can only hear you moan. Yeah. So I went known when you insert the bone. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. is a reference.
7: In intercalls. Hey.
4: Hey, <laughs>
7: zone. <laughs> zone. Right. Oh, yeah, all right. Oh. Zone.
0: Clone. Yeah, clone. <laughs> I just started reading the Deathly Hollows, by the way.
7: Yeah. 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 Is, uh, is that the last one? in I mean, that's not, the last one, right? Well, oh, it's the last one in the series. But is yeah. that the last one for it you? Was I was on cable <laughs> <every> weekend,
3: <laughs> and Steve watched it. Oh. And enjoyed it. I have it, or he has it, as a 3D film as well. <laughs> it's really great in 3D, especially the
7: battle sequences.
3: Uh, <laughs> so the question was, I'm sorry, I don't remember. Okay,
7: the no, uh, I just started reading the book, uh, Audiobook, book. The, is. the uh, exhibit of the Franklin Institute wraps up this week, I think. Oh yeah, uh, that's right. Um, and if you Who
3: have not seen the narrator,
7: <laughs> uh, Frank Stallone,
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> It is Frank Stallone. Oh, by the way, Nick, I am going on Saturday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, finally, family, finally coming in from out nice. town
7: to go to it, and I'm um, taking them over. It's Steve, it's really well done. It, and um, Franklin Institute has a lot of uh, interactive exhibits over the years, and this yeah. is my favorite one. Just <sighs> like when you walk in. I can't and, wait. There's like they have this Marauders map, and they can plug your name yeah. into it. It's really, really cool.
0: Uh, it is narrated by actor Jim Dale, who, by the way, oh, yeah. does a fantastic job. He has narrated all of them, and I believe a,
3: he's a Broadway legend.
0: I think he might be, uh, but he um, he does the voice acting for all the characters throughout. All, the the entire series so everything stays There's a ton of them. Yeah, too. And, and there's loads yeah. of them. But but everything stays consistent because he's the one doing it. I'm really impressed by narrators uh who do who take on these personas and uh, And those books, especially everything. in the latter years. Oh
3: man. Huge
0: tons of characters. So, uh yeah, I'm dating that. They're rich. Tons of money. <laughs> yes, they I'm sure make a good amount from doing that. So, uh but anyhow, the uh the Stone of Destiny, right, uh, is said
3: to. be I, I can't help but think of the Pick of Destiny, which yeah, is, yeah. <laughs> that's a great movie. Yeah. All
0: right, uh, is Jim Dale? Was he a uh, Broadway guy or? I don't know. Where I he believe
7: goes. he played PT Barnum National Theater uh, in the UK, and so he's done a lot of stage work. And yeah, all the Harry Potter bo- uh, Harry Potter books, as well as uh, Pete's Dragon. Um, he's you know he was also night.
3: a bouncer in Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of Dalton's crows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. What if they suggest that my mother was a harlot?
12: <laughs> is she? Uh-huh. Oh, my God.
3: <laughs> my plan is to make you my regular Fortnite thing.
4: <laughs>
3: oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> now, we, we need somebody. <laughs> uh, you're great. Don't get me wrong. You're a great actor, but. <sighs> It's a little too stuffy for Roadhouse. I thought you would be significantly larger. <laughs> oh, that's the first time I've ever heard that. <laughs> <laughs> all
5: right,
7: I was going to wrap it up. I thought our guest was—he was, ready was to go. there. What happened? I, he was having some connection issues, and so he is calling in. Yeah, but I, I thought he was on the phone. He was on. The phone. I thought he was, he was on. The oh, there was, it was, was one? one. Here's another Jim Dale fact. Since right. we're killing time, sure, why not? He once worked with uh, George Martin of all people. The Beatles, man. Uh, the Beatles yeah. uh, producer. He was the first pop singer to work, and this was at, at the Hit. age of 22. Yeah, in 1957. Huh. He did. Uh, he achieved four hits on the UK singles chart. Be my girl. <laughs> Let's Let me ask you. Entire
4: career.
3: Preston
7: killing time for Kevin Hayes. <laughs> hey, so both you and I are big
3: Audible fans. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, the one thing that that and, and you talk about the person who is reading, and I, there I have my favorites. But sometimes i'm like i can't i can't do I can't deal with this pentameter, and I will speed it up a bit
0: I haven't done that yet, yeah. so
3: a lot of mine is nonfiction so it won't okay. impact it on a dramatic level, right, so you know whether it be history or whatever I'm going to get the information at a clip some of Some of it is too slow who was it you or somebody told me that they Knew someone who was listening to it at
0: a slower speed by accident. Oh no! Like,
3: God, I, this is taking forever. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. I forgot who was telling me. It's about easy that. to do it if you don't if you don't realize you've hit the button. Yeah, like yeah. on the Apple Play, if you're, you're moving around, you
7: could, you know, it says one one time one X. Some people like listening to our show faster. Uh, yeah. when they listen via the podcast, and uh, I wonder how we sound. That's a good question. I
0: don't know.
3: On. The those jam is
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it helps. It goes, fast. Oh, Kathy. I always at the end. I always go uh, along with the speaking of the uh, the announcers and the, and uh, and those audible books. But I always go. Audible has hoped you enjoyed this presentation. <laughs> at the end of every single one of those because uh, I, I listen to a ton of of yeah. books, audio books. So. F-
3: Stop fighting, uh, honestly. Especially if you if you spend time driving. Or, or you're doing stuff around the house, and I was amassing so many books I was not getting to, Preston. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's cheating to not really read it. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm getting to enjoy it. Yep. So I still win.
7: Yep, absolutely.
3: All right, so I don't know what the story is with uh,
0: Kevin. Apparently he um,
7: called and then got disconnected and hung up, and so now we're just waiting for him to call back in. That's what we're doing? Uh, well, that's what's happening. Okay. All we right. can do whatever. That want. was a television
3: show on ABC.
7: That's
0: what's, happen- what's happening was? Yes. Yes,
3: that's right. Fred rerun Barry. Ah, okay. <sighs> Thank you. Wait, make- he knows everything. Song. By Henry Mancini. Bow. Bow. <laughs> 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 Wait, no. One.
7: Really? Yeah, yeah Henry, Henry Mancini.
3: Mancini. Do do a check on that. All right.
0: I believe it was... See, it sounds just like it, doesn't it?
7: I believe I'm right. Nick is looking up. He's fact-checking yep. now. Yeah. Wow, Henry Mancini was uh, talented. <laughs> <laughs> it took what's happening. <laughs> Forget Moon River. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Peter Gunn, right? Yes. Pink Panther. Wow.
3: Absolutely. There you go. And what's happening? When you need a theme song, you call Henry Mancini. When you need a lawyer, anytime, day, or night, secure one with a cowboy hat. All right,
0: I'm tired of waiting. We're going to take a break, and uh, I'm going to give away... Uh, we're going to give another clue. Yes, we have to do this. Yep. The Pearl Jam tickets right now before we come back. All right, so... Wait, we already gave a clue, didn't we? Yes, we did. I'm sorry. Words matter. That's yeah. the other clue. All right, so it has to do with the number 179, a very specific Pearl Jam song, Words Matter. So we need... Why... That matters. Why 179 and what song? Okay, two one five two six three wmmr Now, while you're kicking that around, I'm not going to have you call in to answer that question. I'm going to let you do a little bit of digging and uh, see if you can come up with an answer. However, as we do take a break... I'd like to give away a $25 gift card from our friends at the Steam Pub, who brought by some fantastic food today. Very good. The, uh, the, uh, the Brussels sprouts. They're wonderful. Uh, sensational. The French dip sandwich is fantastic. The Bang Bang shrimp is excellent. All the stuff they brought here today. brought uh, tuna tartare and all kinds of things. Uh, so we'll take caller 14 215 263 WMMR. The Steam Pub is celebrating, <laughs> excuse me, 10 years <laughs> in business. And you can look out for the specials all year long as they celebrate this monumental 10-year anniversary. And tomorrow night, Casey will be there. What time are you there, Casey? 7 to 9. All right. And it is part of the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. Stop by, autograph stuff, tickets to win, all that. We'll be back in a minute. Stay with
4: us.
11: The new and improved MMR app is out. It's faster, better organized, yet fully customizable to your liking. Start poking around now.
6: If you want the latest rock news or Sarah's Rock Breakdown to show up top on your app feed, easy. Need to stay current on everything from the Preston and Steve show? Choose so it's delivered right to the top. Browse the latest station merch in the MMR Rock Shop.
11: Look for Marissa's app hack videos to get the ultimate user experience. So update your app now and then customize it to make the new MMR app your app.
0: By the way, if we don't get an answer in this particular round of uh, submissions or of of, uh, calls we're going to take, then in the following break, right before music news, We'll give another clue that should narrow it all the way down, hopefully, and we will take calls until we get a winner. Mm-hmm. I think I think we need to do it I that think
3: way. that's the way we do it. Uh,
0: so if we don't get a winner now, I'll give away the clue in just a second, and then the following break, we'll take more calls and see if we can get a winner. So in the meantime, let's see if we can have somebody win it right now. We need to know why the number 179 is significant to Pearl Jam. It's a specific song. Words matter. We need to know the song. Why 179 is significant. I'm going to go to Dave.
10: Hey, good morning, guys. How are you today?
0: Good. All right, Dave, do you yeah. know the answer, sir?
8: I, I might be reaching a little bit, but it's worth a guess. I'm thinking that the number 179 could have been the amount of takes it took the band to record the song Yellow Leadbetter. <laughs> it's
0: a great guess, but it's wrong.
8: That is. Uh, sorry, that is a great guess.
0: Yeah. We'll see you, buddy. Thank you, though. All right, we'll go to two more calls. I'm going to go to Eve. Hey,
8: Eve. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm on. I know the answer. It's 179 words in the song Better Man. And he's a better man because he's donating his ticket.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's real good. And that's very enthusiastic. But it's not the
5: answer we have here, Eve. Uh,
0: Sorry. Uh, All right.
4: She was so
12: happy. We'll go
0: to one more. I'm going to go to Richard. Hey, Richard.
12: Hey there. Good
5: morning.
0: All right. Richard, give us your answer. It's the number of words in the song In My Treat. That is incorrect. Yeah. Sorry, man. Okay, so we're getting close. I'm going to give you one more clue. All right, one more clue, and then we'll take the calls in the next segment. This just narrows things down a little bit. My final clue, I believe, is when merging one must. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Okay, when merging one must. Okay. And that should steer you in the proper direction. That's not giving it all away, either. No, it's not. There's still a little bit of work that needs to be done with that. All right? We'll do the bizarre file while you think about it.
8: Now, WMMR
12: presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre
0: Bizarre File. B-File this morning brought to you by Liberty Safes of New Jersey. Shopping for a safe, Liberty Safes of New Jersey carries a full line of Liberty, Liberty Safes. And all the accessories, you can visit them at one of their showrooms on Route One Hundred One Three Zero in Bordentown or Route 73 in Mount Laurel or online at SafesNJ.com. All right, I have a bit of a follow-up story for you. This is pretty wild stuff, man. So I had a story, I think it was last week, of uh, these two people that uh, pretended that their car was having trouble. They yeah. flagged down these people. Uh, They ended up murdering them, and they found this, like, camp in the woods with all this bizarre stuff. So, there were a bunch of people that were involved in them. Two of them uh, were named Hyder and Pinkins, were followers of what is called the University of Cosmic Intelligence, which critics describe as a conspiracy theory cult. The group's leader, Rashad Jamal White, commonly known as Rashad Jamal, is an Atlanta-area social media influencer, rapper, and guru whose teachings mix... And this is why I added it into the Bizarre File. New Age mysticism, polygamy, Afrocentric and black nationalist ideas and their followers believe that they are demigods descended from aliens. Oh, man. Adherents refer to themselves... Are there, there any holes in that? They refer to themselves as, as gods and goddesses. In January, a follower of the University of Cosmic Intelligence, Damien Winslow Washam, was arrested after allegedly attacking several members of his own family with a samurai sword, killing his mother. Washam did not have a known history of violence or mental illness. He had apparently recently argued with his mother about his marijuana use, but he had absolutely no remorse after the killing as well. Washam's father, Hubert Washam, said he was listening to all those conspiracy kind of videos, and it was dumb as hell. (laughs) I tried to look at some of these videos, and I can't even listen to them. It's so dumb. Lizard people and aliens. Uh, The University of Cosmic Intelligence is prolific on social media, and has what appears to be a growing following. Its YouTube channel has 129,000 subscribers. The organization sells crystals and jewelry in an online store. Uh, Hubert Washam said, My son must have spent three to $5,000 on crystals. He got really strange. And it didn't seem like, you know, it was strange, but it wasn't like a mental illness to us. It was more like, I don't know. I don't I, know. He said, I don't know how to explain it. Uh, the University of Cosmic Intelligence teaches humans... They receive energy from the sun, that the government or other forces control the weather, and that aliens visited ancient civilizations. Scholars who study, uh, apparently, new religious movements tend to be skeptical of the idea that people who join such organizations are brainwashed or coerced. Rather, they are spiritual seekers drawn to gurus with compelling and attractive worldviews, visions of better world, or higher states of consciousness. Uh, Rashad Jamal was arrested earlier this year, by the way, on child abuse charges... And Lugan at charge that he molested an ex-girlfriend's child, he denies those allegations and said that he has never and never will harm an innocent child. But I thought, here's another one. There's another group of crazy yeah. people taking advantage of it. And it's just like, wow. So we'll see where this goes. That one's, I think that we're going to see more on that in the near future. The Vermont Wardens Service is investigating a hunting-related shooting incident Game wardens say it happened on Saturday on private land. Office, or officials say the victim was walking to a tree stand in a wooded area when he was shot in the abdomen by another hunter. And that hunter claims that he mistook the victim for a bear. Oh. The victim was transported to a medical center. He's in critical condition. That was great. Uh, oh, the bear saw that happen. That was great. That's <laughs> Yeah, I got
8: shot, but uh, that was better.
0: Uh, officials say none of the parties involved were wearing blaze orange safety equipment. Uh, it was released. I a, was. The statement <laughs> was released, the Bears were in it. That's a good way to not get shot. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just a big guy. The Vermont Warden Service encourages hunters and the general public to wear blaze orange when in the field during Vermont's hunting seasons. Uh, Here's a follow-up story from a a horrible incident. Uh, Traveling nurse Nicole Linton was apparently fully conscious and aware when she pushed her Mercedes-Benz to now a a new total they have come up with, 130 miles per hour, and blasted through a red light in a busy Los Angeles intersection last month. She killed six people, if you remember. Yes. Uh, She's a traveling nurse from Texas. Accused of speeding through a red light, the fiery crash involved several cars and led to the deaths of five people, including an infant and an unborn baby, and the injury of eight others. First responders took her to the hospital following the crash for minor injuries. Uh, prosecutors charged that she was uh, charged with six counts of murder and five counts of gross negligence. Originally, they estimated that her Mercedes was doing ninety miles an hour into cross traffic, but that number was apparently low. Court papers filed on Friday uh, revealed that uh, investigators found. Uh, when they compared her vehicle's onboard computer to surveillance video of the crash, they said further analysis reveals that she sped at impact. Her speed at impact was, in fact, 130 miles an hour, and that she floored the gas pedal for at least five seconds leading into the crash, going from 122 to 130. And this wasn't on an interstate or no. a highway, oh, yeah. this is through an intersection. Yeah, that is just crazy. So. Uh, The information directly contradicts the defense's argument that Linton was unconscious or incapacitated during the crash. Reports that she was involved in over a dozen crashes in the years before this one proved false. Linton does have a documented history of some mental health struggles. And they include uh, uh, increasing severity. uh, they They increase in severity ranging from. Uh, jumping on police cars to jumping out of apartment windows. She was a nurse. And multiple involuntary commitments to mental health facilities as well. So, but 130 <sighs> on a regular residential yeah. street. That's insane.
3: And H going, what, 90? Yeah, yeah.
0: that. Wow, it's crazy. Uh, let's see. An Oklahoma County inmate found dead in his jail cell over the weekend was a plaintiff in a lawsuit against the county, alleging that in 2019 he and other inmates were tortured by jail employees who forced him to repeatedly listen to the children's song Baby Shark oh, for hours? No. Uh, but he died. Uh, John Basco was found unresponsive in his cell early Sunday morning. He was pronounced dead after jail workers began life saving efforts. Basco's death, by the way, is the 14th this year at this particular jail. Associated with Baby Shark? Which has faced criticism over inmates' deaths, escapes, and other incidents. Uh, Spokesman there said there were no obvious signs of foul play and that investigators. <laughs> Uh, we'll look into the possibility of a drug overdose. The state medical examiner's office will determine the cause of death.
3: Can you imagine if there's some sort of, it's like the League of Owls where there's just it's the, the baby shark... Collective, you know that this is their big thing. They want to make sure this gets into prisons. This uh,
2: still doesn't bother me. Uh, mm, I love it. It's, it's weighing I on love, me. I sing <laughs> with my niece all the time. Do you? Oh yeah.
0: my god! Uh, Basco, who was booked into the jail Thursday on a or not Thursday, but on a drug trafficking complaint, was among a group of inmates suing the county and federal Jeez. court for allegedly being handcuffed to a wall and forced to listen to Baby Shark on repeat for
3: hours. During separate incidents in 2019. <laughs> it's horrible, but man, I, I could see that being a little torturous. Except for Kathy. I,
2: I know. Listen, I'm sure over yeah. and over again, anything is torture. But I All just right. don't hate the song yet.
3: That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All
2: right. Uh,
0: let's give away what, which one of these.
5: Well, not. <sighs> we have, we have this, three
0: different things to do. This one.
5: Give people another chance for that.
0: Okay, secret text word. We're going to get to that in a little bit. Text word, secret to 39333. Tickets to see Brian Regan, June, uh, January 14th the Miller Theater. I'm going to give away my last $25 gift card for the Steam Pub. And we'll take caller number 12 at 215-263-WMMR. And don't forget, Casey's going to be there tomorrow night as part of the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. And there's some autograph stuff and uh, uh, some potential to win tickets. And Always a great that. time. Yeah. Um, and so we'll take 12th caller. Don't forget, Steam Pub host DJ Skip Mode on stage every Friday night from 10 to 2 and also offers brunch every Saturday and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And their food is wonderful. 215 263. WMMR is the number. When we come back, we'll have your chance to win the <laughs> PD's Pearl Jam tickets. Stay with us. Stream
6: WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. It's kind of self-explanatory after that. Now back with more of the Preston & Steve Show podcast.
10: All right.
0: Light them up. Let's go. Take all our callers right now. 215-263-WMMR. We're going to take a caller until we get a winner. Pearl Jam tickets tonight. Sold out show. (laughs) Bill Weston's tickets. Our PD has offered them up. We have the following clues for you. We need to know why the number 179 is significant to a specific Pearl Jam song Words matter, and when merging, one must. Ta-da. you got to figure out the rest, okay? 215-263-WMMR. Those are your clues. And we're going to go until we get somebody who's headed to the show tonight, which, by the way, as I mentioned, uh, Jackson broadcasting live uh, this evening. And uh, it's going to be a great night for a concert. Just beautiful weather.
3: Yes. Sensational. All right, let's go to the folks.
0: See if we can get us a winner. All right, Richard, was our first caller in? We're going to go We have several Richards this morning. Hi, Richard. Good morning.
12: Hey, good morning.
0: All right, Richard. Why yes. is the number 179 significant to a specific Pearl Jam song? It's
12: the number of words in the song wish list.
0: The number of words, 179 words in the song wish list? You bet. And that's on the album Yield, I believe, correct? It is,
12: yes.
0: That's right, Richard. You got <laughs> it, <laughs> Richard, not an easy task to come up with that. How did you? How did you narrow it down?
12: Uh, I was thinking about uh, my own wish list and to go see Pro.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that last clue of when merging one must, you knew it was a song from Yield.
12: Yeah, and that kind of boils down to only a few
0: songs. Okay, that that most people would know. I mean, you know, to the diehards, they know every single track on that album. But this, Wishlist this. was not a huge, huge hit for them, but it certainly did get quite a bit of airplay. So we wanted to choose a song uh, that wasn't, you know, Jeremy or Alive. Right. something sure. that that would go to a fan. Uh, and you certainly sound like you are a big fan of Pearl Jam, Richard.
3: Yeah, I'm ready to go. Nice. Excellent. All
0: right, well, you get the tickets courtesy of Bill Weston. Congratulations to you, man. Thank you very much. All right, hang on the line. We'll get your information. And by the way, thank you to Marissa for coming up with the idea. Yes. Because Bill had uh, come to us on Friday and said, hey, I've got these literally my tickets. I'm not going to go to the show. I want to give them away. And we're like, yeah, absolutely. We'd love to give those away. We don't know how we're going to do it, but we'll figure it out. And we kind of thought about it over the weekend. And. A couple of ideas, and Marissa, she just goes, All right, this is really hard, and you guys probably don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah. And she came up with the concept. Now, Nick ended up picking out the song because he's our, uh, our Pearl Jam dude, Pearl Jam guy to go to. And uh, Nick, in your research, you found that Wish List, in particular was a song <laughs> that didn't have any uh, or. Oohs or <laughs> uhs or anything like that that right. might be considered kind of a word but There's not
7: no, really no uhs no yeah yeah yes no ums no ahs and uh i listened to a bunch of different songs i wanted to pick something off that record because i think yield is an underrated record um and so i and then the uh, an interesting side note about that person is that i read the liner notes and they are typed out they are written in the on the record on the album yield that is not the accurate uh way that the song goes uh, Eddie sings it differently when listening to the record okay. than the, the liner notes. So, when counting the words to this <laughs> song, I listened to uh wish list several times yesterday to make sure that it was exactly 179 songs, and it ends, if there's a yes. fade-out at the end, but he says, "I wish, I wish" at the end of the song, okay. so it adds, you know, those four words at the end of it. So wow. uh, I promise you, there are 179 <laughs> words in wish list uh, <laughs> on the record version of it.
0: Nice, nice, well done. So uh, and we
7: went. They went to uh, somebody that really wants. to, I'm really psyched that Richard won. You know, yeah, yeah. It, it's a big fan. I
0: assume you're going to the show tonight.
7: I am. I'm sitting okay. in section 202. Pierre's going to go. Matt Cord's going to go. Uh, Jackson's going to be there. I'm not sure if Jackie is going to be able to make it or not. But hey, Brent's going right. Uh, yeah, Brent's going to go as well. So uh, MMR will be healthily represented but it's a it's a really sold out show it, i think it's the best selling show of the summer at and that people venue been, people have been waiting forever yeah it's been six years since yeah. they've been in town so uh, it's be... been that long yeah the last time they were here was on mmr's birthday uh april 29th 2016 and that's when they did the entire 10 record to start the show and we got another shout out which was pretty cool and ed said uh some nice thing nice things about mmr from the stage that hired me and pierre and matt as well at that show. Um, but, uh, yeah, so six years since they've been in the area. And then this was the the tour that started in 2020, and then the pandemic killed that. So uh, now they're back.
0: Okay, excellent. Well, we'll thank you.
7: Uh, Thank you for the help with all of that and the contest and the tickets are
0: there given to Richard. He's a happy man. Let's give away something else to someone else. And we have a chance for you to win a pair of tickets to Dine Dance and take in the amazing views aboard the Spirit of Philadelphia. And the question that we are going to go with uh, is, let me see. Uh, Okay. Man, let's see if somebody will get this. According to Professor Snape, the stone of scone stains mainly on the what? It was the first thing he said. No, we said zone yeah. and shown and moan and things like that. But Snape had a different idea. According to the prof- Professor Snape, the stone of scone <laughs> stays mainly on the what? 215 263 WMMR. Call if you heard and know the answer. We're going to do the trash. The trash
1: business is a gold mine. 933 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right,
0: Trash This Morning is brought to you by Apple TV Plus. The greatest beer run ever is in theaters and streaming on Apple TV Plus September 30th. Apple.com slash the greatest beer run ever. What's going on this morning, Steve?
3: Well, today, co-host Jenna Bush Hager explaining why she believes the royal family was completely surprised by the queen's death. Hager says she was cleaning out a closet in her house when a bowling ball landed on her head. Hey! <laughs> Eric Schwer, a finalist on the current season of The Bachelorette, has issued an apology for a photo from high school which shows him in blackface during a tribute to Jimi Hendrix. Twitter says that while he rightfully deserves a lion's share of blame for the incident, some also goes to Jimi Hendrix for being black. I don't think he gets it. Oh, my God. And finally, Michael Bublé getting candid on the Gabby Roslin podcast, saying that deciding to have a family significantly stalled his career. Bublé says had things gone differently... He might very well have his own podcast.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's your
0: Hollywood track. All right, we shall see if anybody knows the answer to this. According to Professor Snape, the Stone of scones ma- stays mainly on the what? And I will go to Jason to try and get an answer. Hi, Jason. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Jason, the Stone uh, the stone of scones, stays mainly on the? Plone. Plone. Right. That's correct. One moment, sir. You just got yourself tickets uh, for the Spirit of Philadelphia departing from Penn's Landing. A dinner cruise on the Delaware River lets you relax and enjoy the beauty of Philly's historic waterfront. Book today at
1: citycruises.com. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR.
0: Brought to you this morning by Dry Tech Waterproofing Solutions. Protect your home from water damage, cracks in your foundation, and mold with Dry Tech Waterproofing Solutions. Preston and Steve, listeners, you get fifteen percent off when you mention our show. So go to drytechcorp.com. dot uh, Ghost has been out of touring, or been out touring this year because the market hasn't been out touring this year because the market is too crowded with live acts. Tobias Forge recently said. He said, uh, "There's." Just simply too much going on right now. Maybe they can't get venues. So many bands out, and it's just too crowded, and it's hurting everyone, actually. Coming out of COVID, everybody's trying to get a tour at the same time, and obviously people can't see every band that comes through. This is why Ghost decided to stay out. Uh, I thought they were in town in Trenton recently. Yeah, what the hell? Uh, Ghost will instead head out on tour, on a U.S. tour with Mastodon and Spirit Box later, (laughs) later this year. And hold off on... Did you hear that, Ghost? Was that a ghost? Oh, on uh, doing a world tour until 2020, 2023.
4: This
0: place is haunted, clearly. (laughs) If you missed Ozzy Osbourne's halftime performance last week during the Los Angeles Rams season opener at SoFi Stadium... Uh, there's good news. Ozzy fans can now watch the full performance on his YouTube channel.
4: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, featured longtime band members Zach Wilde, Tommy Clefettos, and along with Chris Cheney for a medley of Ozzy's new album title track, Patient Number 9, along with some legendary, uh, with the legendary classic Crazy Train. Uh, new album was released last Friday. It's his 13th
7: studio album. I mean, they only aired like 10 seconds of it during the NFL's broadcast. So yep.
0: I'm glad that they put it out. Yeah, it was kind of lame for them to do that. Uh, following up on his recent re-recording of Panama, which I, we never did listen to. Do we have that audio? We, uh,
3: that? we have that. I didn't grab the, the latest one. No, but I wanted yeah. to hear the, the Panama. is actually, well, I'll let you decide. It's like spoken word or something. Uh, yeah, well, the, the part where he talks in the song. Yeah. Yeah, we have a, a bit okay. of that, yeah.
0: Uh, he issued a newly recorded live in-studio take of Van Halen's Ain't Talking About Love. <laughs> uh, the new release performance features Alistrata. <laughs> saw her... Ryan Wheeler on bass and Francis
5: Valentino on drums. It looks like we do have both. Oh, the the right. re-recording and uh,
4: uh,
5: the spoken word as well. Go uh, ahead. Right, Which one we. do you want? The re-recorded first. Okay. Here we
4: go. Like Shiny machine. fair
0: fight.
5: No, don't do I hate that. it.
6: Don't do that. I hate it. I yeah. an up, up, up.
3: And that's how he does stuff live too. Yeah. Like it, like it's all over the place. Right. So musically, it sounds kind sure. of sure. Uh, you know, there. Yeah. All right, and then this is the the spoken word. You know, uh,
0: He's contemporary. He's back. Yeah, that whole yeah. thing. Yeah. All right. So here we go.
1: hot tonight. Uh, okay. You can barely see because of the heat coming up off the road ahead. Mm-hmm. He's down. reach down between my legs and
0: he's the seat back. <laughs> I think he's got a little more coming in.
8: She's crying.
0: Oh.
8: I'm flying. Right behind in the back
4: This
0: part doesn't
4: sound so bad. Okay. Uh,
0: yeah, should add that part in there.
3: I need you to stop talking. That uh, needs to be in a rock song. That needs to be, you know, one of those, like, you know, like, a, you can't each of... Each of uh, you have to, yeah, you, you can't, you can't uh, uh, putting TV. You, you meet right. You just have that in the back. I need you to stop yeah. talking <laughs>
4: and, and listen to me.
3: I need you to stop talking and listen to me. <laughs> you
7: know, we're going have a, that actually works for any artist, yeah. right? Steve, yeah. we're gonna have Don McCloskey in studio on Friday. He needs to incorporate. Don's him. a local guy, a yeah. big MMR fan, <laughs> big president Steve show fan. I bet you we can convince him to put it on the record in, we'll in, in
3: the break somewhere.
0: You yes. know. All right, elsewhere, uh, set for release on November 4th is a deluxe reissue of John Mellencamp's 1985 classic, Scarecrow. Uh, The new box set includes two CDs of newly remixed and remastered songs, plus previously unreleased bonus tracks. That's a great album. And alternate versions. A booklet full of rare photographs and all new liner notes by acclaimed author and music critic Anthony DeCurtis. I agree, it's an awesome album. Uh, So, Scarecrow was released. In 1985, spent 28 weeks in the Billboard Top 10. Uh, spent three weeks at number two. Featured three top 10 hits: "R.O.C.K. in the U.S.A.", "Lonely Old Night", and "Small Town". Two other tracks were MTV staples of major top 30 hits: "Rain on the
3: Scarecrow" and "Rumble Seat". And then there's some. On
4: a <laughs> there
3: it is. You know what I love also from that? They, that little recording of, I guess it's his grandmother or something, that's in the beginning of Scarecrow. Oh, I don't know. You know, it's, 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 Oh, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. Um,
10: that's your nuts. That's it. No all yeah. oh, the But it's, it's
3: like, that innocent one. And then you hear all the, the crackling of the, the, the record or gramophone, okay. or however they did it. Grandma's theme, it says here, man. Yes. That's, yeah, and then the, that album was followed up by Lonesome Jubilee, which I think is a... That's Classic. a great album, too, yeah. I loved uh, Minutes to Memories
0: uh, oh. off of uh, Scarecrow. It's a great song.
3: Uh, so, what are we looking for? Well, I was going to see if I could find it. If All you right. could, Yeah, the beginning is... Uh, it's, uh, it's just a little piece of Americana.
0: While you're looking that up, I'll mention another story. On November 25th, The Doors will issue a new Record Store Day release uh, titled Paris Blues. And the blues-themed set features the official premiere of the band's last unheard, unreleased song, Called Paris Blues. Mother
4: Sire, Kong Kong.
0: It was Nell before Nell was Nell. Yeah. Jim Morrison. Uh, according to the announcement, Paris Blues traveled a long and winding path to its release, taking on a mythical quality among Doors fans, the way an original blues song written by the band. Uh, The track was recorded during one of the band's recording sessions for either the Soft Parade or L.A. Woman. No one seems to remember. Uh, The master tape of the song was lost, and the only surviving copy was given to Doors keyboardist Ray Manzarek. Sadly, uh, this copy was partially damaged by his son Pablo, who was a toddler at the time. Oh. Recorded over a few short parts, and now through some creative editing, the song has been rescued from obscurity for the new album.
3: On the storm. So that should be pretty cool.
0: Yeah. New unheard <laughs> stuff. I will listen. The last of it, of the doors.
3: Are you the same way? Like, I every you gotta have a phase. couple years, exactly, you gotta have to phase. I never just randomly, I've got to be in the yeah. mood.
5: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry, dude. I just love it. Here, we got grandma's theme. You want to hear it? Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs>
13: it was a dark, stormy night as a train rattled on. All the passengers had gone to bed. <laughs>
3: it goes right a into. A
4: man with
13: a baby in his arms sat there with a bowed down head, the innocent one. Break. I think John
0: got all the talent. The family. A
13: to
0: come. you. That's your nuts. <laughs> all right, and, and you
3: go. The problem with the CD is that, or that, or the, the separate files is that it, it rolls right into the song, which yeah. is kind of cool. Uh-huh and i hate when that happens yes all right don't let that happen
0: one last thing there's a new rock breakdown on mmr's instagram and sarah parker covers highlights from the taylor hawkins tribute concert a judge finally says never mind to the nirvana baby lawsuit and nickelbacks back with their 10th yes 10th album uh follow wmmr on instagram at 933 wmmr you'll be the first to see the new episodes it is a Sarah Parker and Nick Murphy production. You can get breaking rock news at WMMR.com as well. Excellent. So, there you go. That's what we have for you. All right. Now, we're doing this a little bit later than usual, but a secret text word winner. Kathy, we need a number caller, please. 13. Uh, caller number 13. A little...
2: Uh, <laughs> I to know that...
4: Caller
0: 13 is going to win. 215 263 WMMR 13th caller. We'll come back with you and hopefully you win a prize. We'll be right back.
6: Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Well, check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app.
11: Podcasts? Oh, yeah. MMR's got them. There's the fun size and bizarre file editions along with Preston and Steve Full Show Podcasts, plus the MM Archives Podcast, and more. Click Podcasts on WMR.com.
6: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show Podcast.
0: We're at the end of our broadcast day. Yeah. A chalk full day full of chalk here. On the Preston and Steve radio show. And uh, we're still not done yet as far as things to give away. Because we were looking for a secret text word. Caller. And that caller was number 13. It just so happens to be Brian. So we're going to go to him right now. Hey, Brian, good morning to you.
13: Is it me? <laughs> yeah. It is. I called 179 times and finally <laughs> <laughs> There
0: you go. For the wrong damn prize. That's all right, Brian. What's the secret text word, please? Spiderweb. Spiderweb's great. All right, buddy. Hang on the line. We're going to give you tickets to see Brian Regan. January 14th, the Miller Theater in Center City. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m.
3: He's one of the best, man. He's a fantastic.
0: We're also going to give tickets to Mr. Timothy Ross, who is from, it uh, looks like, Parksburg, Pennsylvania. And if you want to get tickets to see Brian Regan, January 14th in the Miller Theater, uh, the tickets are on sale Friday. Attending can go to WMMR.com for more information and find out how to go about getting those tickets. I would like to thank a whole host of people that have been on the program this morning. Thank you to comedian Justin McKinney. Yay. It was great. Uh, new comedy special is called On the Bright Side. Now streaming on YouTube. Thank you also to Kyle Pagan from Crossing Broad, Dollar Dog Crusader. He's recruiting Phillies fans to break the record of most eaten hot dogs by a crowd on the next Dollar Dog Night, which is going to be Wednesday, September 21st. The record is 77,285. And let's keep in mind a couple of things that uh, the vegan dogs, they sell those. Yes. So if, even if you don't eat meat, you can be a part of this. And it still counts. And if you want to, like, buy some extra ones, it's it's hot dogs sold. You can take them with you and, and uh, maybe break this record. Break this freaking record. I think it'd be cool. So uh, thank you to him. And also thank you to the gang at the Steam Pub. Yay. Delicious. Uh, the food is wonderful. Second Street Pike in Southampton. You can go to steampub.com for information, but Casey will be there tonight, or I'm sorry, tomorrow night. It's for the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. It's seven to nine p.m. There are 2023. I think uh, we're
5: giving away tickets, tickets. for the uh, for the uh, home oh. opener on yeah, Monday night. Right. Oh wow! Right. And yep. uh, as well as an autographed helmet. Yep, excellent. Um,
0: so stop by and uh, see those guys are great. We had a really good time thinking to Marissa with the uh, Pearl Jam ticket contest yeah. and Bill Weston hey. for donating hey. his own personal tickets for us <laughs> to give away. <laughs> Uh, and that was a fun contest. It was a tough one. It was a tough one, but it ended up uh, yielding a winner, which is cool. So you guys are, as always, way smarter than us and figure these things out, which is cool.
1: Uh, Pierre's here. Hey, man. I love how it stretched pretty much the entire show. Yeah. It
0: was really cool. We thought it might go a little ways, and we had had some clues, and we were going to We're going to steer
1: them closer and closer until eventually they get in. I mean, would you say hundreds and hundreds of people try to get in? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Thousands, probably. Maybe. Um, uh, Wild stuff. Good stuff. Well, you're going to be there tonight, right? I'm going to be there. Yeah. Nick will be there. Matt will be there. Uh, Jackie was going to broadcast from there, but... Something happening. They don't uh, want a broadcast in the evening, but Jackson will broadcast from there from okay. 3 to 7. So uh, that'll be cool. So we'll set the pace for you. Perfect and, night um, for a concert. I yeah. mean, it's just going to be absolutely great. gorgeous out and a uh, really good night for a show. Yeah. Um, I wanted to bring in and show you some previous morning show history that we just got framed. This was uh, the... the it's upside d- down. upside down. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> this was the... Uh, Morning Zoo's second album, Zoo's Next. Ah, yes. They made it look like Who's Next. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, so that was one thing.
3: That's pretty
0: cool. These are framed photos that uh, that Pierre's brought in in our
1: hallways, and Mm -hmm. we found this one (laughs) from (laughs) when I hosted the morning show. You hosted the morning show? Yes. You know I did. (laughs) Ninety three to ninety six. I've tried to block it out. (laughs) I had electroshock therapy afterwards. Uh But they had some challenged consultant Uh who interviewed me for like 10 or 15 minutes and he came up with the most ridiculous um, slogan, which was on billboards, live the life, respect the music. Yeah. What the F does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) Live the life. Respect Respect the the music. He was in cowboy boots. I went into his office and he had like a, he wore a suit, but he had cowboy boots and a cowboy belt. And I think he had a cowboy hat hanging up on his rack. And he's going, well, tell me about yourself. I go, oh, God. And, you know, at that point, I'd already been here 20 some odd years (laughs) or and, you know, and he's going, well, I go, okay, good. Well, nice talking to you. Yeah. And off I went and out came live the life, respect the music. I will guarantee
3: you that live the life, respect the music was used at other stations. This guy probably had other other clients Uh, and consulted and, you know, just assumed they would never find out (laughs) part of the deal.
1: Well, I mean, for, you know, lots of stations were saying "Rock of the '80s." Yeah. We we actually said it for about five minutes. Um, home of rock and roll. We had that, but a lot of other stations. Oh man, had that. there was
0: there was a slogan when we were working at Y100, and this is back in you know different program directors and different <clears> time, <throat> that a slogan came up and it was uh, "You've grown up, we've grown up." Uh, for MMR. we had that. Oh yeah, yeah. Was, I know. And then so we took out an. We, yeah, we took out an ad. In the city paper for Y100 that said, you've thrown up, we've thrown up. (laughs) Nice.
4: (laughs) A bit antagonistic. Uh, uh, I
1: know. But but nice nonetheless because it was a – they had a TV ad – that was trying to show that they were very '90s and almost yuppie, or that we were that way. And and I said it ended with "We've grown up, you've grown up," and it has some long-haired guy driving up in a Volkswagen van. I'm going, "Excuse me, mm-hmm. thank. Let me just take the knife out of my back right, here." Totally. Westinghouse Corporation or CBS or whoever the hell owned it at the time. Oh, wow. Whatever moronic consultant they were paying to get that kind of vibe from. Yes, we've grown up. You've grown up. <laughs> Uh. Anyway. But now we have a management that kind of lets us be who we are. That's right. a wonderful yeah. thing. So take
0: that. Yeah, take that. Stick that in your pipe drink. and smoke, smoke it. it. I already did. Yeah, I know. did it right <laughs> before your show. All right. Uh, we ready for the letter of the day? Yes. Here we go.
1: Preston and Steve on three three WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter.
0: All right. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by The Letter.
1: I, as in iconic.
0: All right, and we now have three letters. There are two more to go for the Word of the Week prize, which is a trip for two board the Philly Sports Trips Ultimate Bus Trip to MetLife Stadium for the Birds game on December 11th. The trip includes transportation, tailgate with beverages and catered Philly-style food and tickets to sit with hundreds of other Birds fans. Packages are on sale now to join the party, so you can go to
1: phillysportstrips.com today to book yours. Sure, you got some good stuff planned for today. We do. Uh, workforce blocks of Neil Young and Counting Crows, and a gigantic block of Pearl Jam, which uh, could go long, and I have a feeling it might. Uh, we might throw in a few clips of past interviews with, because we've interviewed just about everyone in the band. We've interviewed Matt Cameron. We've interviewed Stone Gossard. We've interviewed Mike McCready. Who am I missing? Uh, uh, Eddie Vetter. That guy, yeah. right? Uh, we got him.
7: By the too. way, speaking of uh, Neil Young, if if you're going to the show tonight. Uh, they'll play music before the band comes out on stage. And usually the last song that they play before Pearl Jam hits the stage is Neil Young's Harvest Moon. So if you're in the audience and you hear Harvest Moon playing over the PA speakers, that means that Pearl Jam's coming up next. Oh, ah! okay. That's good. Uh, That's also, good there's an opening band that Josh is in, right? Right, and, and- I still don't know if it's pronounced plural one or plural alone, but it's Josh Klinghoffer's band. Josh is uh, formerly of the Chili Peppers, and uh, he'll come out probably around 7.30 or so. Matt Cameron of Pearl Jam uh, also comes out, plays with Josh, uh, and so that'll be around 7.30, and then Pearl Jam is expected to hit the stage around 8.45. At MSG, at the Garden on Sunday, it was a little bit later. It was uh, closer to 9, something like that. But I've been told and I, uh, that it's around 8.45 this evening for Pearl Jam. Cool. So uh, we'll
1: verify that with our friends at Live Nation, yeah. and I'll announce that over the course of the day. Uh, But uh, it is a full house, but congratulations to the guy who won. What was his name again? Richard. Richard. Yes. Very good stuff. Our winner. All
0: right. Thank you, Pierre, and thank you to our sponsors. President Steve Show brought to you today by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors, Acme, official grocery store, the President Steve Show. Also brought to you by Squeezed.com, and you can feel great and lose weight with Squeeze. Tomorrow, another great day. Lots of great guests. Neil deGrasse Tyson on our show. Our good friend, comedian Adam Ferrara, and former child or teen star, now porn star, Cut. she was from Boy Meets World, Yeah, Maitland Ward, Wow, will yeah. be on the program yeah. as well. Yeah, so we'll have lots of other things to get into on top of all that. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. Yes!
8: Ninety-three-three, WMMR.
1: Hey, everybody! It's good to have you on the map by two, by
11: two, by Papa Newgat, got Papa